The poker made a mistake. They, they, I'm nah, saying they, it's they, a head high. They hit him in the head. How is, that, it's, how is that a mistake when they look at it and they say it's high that mm. it's not 10 in the bin? How is yeah. that a mistake? I, 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 I don't understand what we're arguing about. Did he hit him in the head? Yes. Yes. Then it's off. In the story. It's but, but he didn't get but sent it, off. But he shouldn't get sent off. But he should have. Oh my gosh. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 95 of the Sideline Story Rugby League podcast, the greatest view of rugby league from the sideline. Five episodes off, boys, to that big 100. Whoosh. I am your host, Dan Tassoni, and a big welcome to my co-hosts, Nicholas Guild and Ryan Clark. How are we, just boys? For, good, mate. Just for, um, just for the listeners, that wasn't actually a whoosh sound effect. That was straight from Dan's mouth. It was just whoosh. Did it sound whooshy? That's good. Oh, Do you like that? Do you like that? Big episode, boys. Nick, sorry, how are you? Before yeah, good, I... mate. I actually forgot this was on. To be honest, I um only I had all these plans, came home from work, and oh shit, the podcast. What do you mean? <laughs> how dare? How dare you? Uh... <laughs> what do you mean? You prioritize this. You're a fucking liar. You're a liar. Mate, I, I then uh, then jumped into bed and thought I'd watch just update a few of the minis and fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, some of the games were boring this week, but some were good. Old man guilty. That's what you going are. To sleep, yep. Going to sleep at six o'clock. Yeah, I know. Mm. Boys, it's um, <laughs> it's good to shift back to club footy um, after State of Origin kind of cucks this period. It's still State of Origin game three, but us three don't really care, do we? No, we don't. Who okay. cares? I always care. I always care, even if it's a dead rubber. Yep. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, back to usual proceedings, finally. But we're going to begin the episode with the results from the Women's State of Origin Game 2, which was actually a fantastic match. And it was good to see a contest as opposed to the men's version. But um, for those that missed it, last Thursday, the Blues defeated the Maroons. 18 to 14 in game two of the women's series for State of Origin in front of a record crowd for a State of Origin women's game. 18,275 fans at Queensland Country Bank Stadium in Townsville. Like I said, boys, great matchup, great contest. The women's style of play, particularly at the rep level, is uh, a lot different, not as structured as the men's. We've spoken about that a lot. However, a bit of a sour taste left in the mouth of... uh, Fans and even the players, because as we've spoken about, the Women's State of Origin series this year is a two-game series uh, where the winner is judged on aggregate of scores. So if it's one all, it goes off the score lines in the game. The Blues had to win game two by nine points. They won by four. So even though they won game two, they lost the series on four and against. I want to so, say, very weird when the team who loses starts cheering. Yeah, man, you know what? It was pretty anticlimactic because they lost and they were like, ah. I'm like, oh, yeah, we won. Oh, yay. <laughs> jump, jump, jump. Jump, we won. Just confirming, it's three games next year, yeah? Confirmed? Yeah, no, 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 it's oh. not confirmed. It's oh, not I confirmed. It so I thought okay. it was too, but I read a report today yeah. that Tiani Penatani, so the Centre for New South Wales, 
she said, oh, look, we want to play an unofficial match this year just because we don't like that it was two games. But we are pretty much uh, getting the Women's Association to tell the NRL that next year we want two things. We want three origin games and we want 80-minute games, just like the World Cup was. Mate, she said that in the interview after the game. I don't know if, well, I don't know if anyone from Queensland wants to play. Look, the unofficial, the unofficial game is is just a look. That's a pipe dream, I think. However, yeah. the three games in eighty minutes is is achievable. So that's what they're going for. So they haven't actually confirmed three yeah. games next year. I, I thought that might have been the case because I listened to it on Triple M and they had Sam Bremner on the commentary team and and it was almost. I think she's New South Welshman. Yes, she was she actually is. quite. She was actually quite neutral. She uh, unlike the Channel Nine commentary. Um, she had a she had a funny take because obviously she's looking at the bigger picture of the things and she was hoping New South Wales won the game but wasn't disappointed they lost the series because she, her opinion was that it was going to be it was going to highlight the fact the need for the third game because it's ridiculous and we said it last year it's either yeah. one or three yeah that's right it's not it's not two two Wait, fucking stupid I've got I've got some other stuff on this mm. is that. Do you know they're not they they've picked these sides. I didn't realise, right? Obviously, because I wasn't concentrating, but they've picked these sides off nothing. The girls' game hasn't started yet. Are you, oh, as in like I thought you were talking about like eligibility. You mean as in like there's no there's no oh, um, well, form. There's, well there's well there's women's like the what was it the Tashagal Cup and Yeah, the BHP premiership. Yeah. There's yeah. The, they've they, got they, that. Why not why why not wait till then? You know, I don't care. I'd watch Women's Origin. Oh, that was so good. I'd watch Women's Origin a bit later in the year. Mate, I know what I you're saying, think... but I think because of the hype train of the men's one, they've got to ride the coattails, albeit that they are a standalone series. Mate, the games were good enough and interesting enough that I, and skillful enough, even without being even playing a game, that I'd watch them standalone without having to worry about the men's series. Mate, I think when Actually, I, yeah, sorry, sorry they, they did have something to pick off. Um, they played a city country about six weeks ago. About yeah, that, I saw like it that. on. Um, it was on. It was on Fox. Yeah. So that's obviously how they picked the New South Wales team, like back in the day when they used to do it. Mm, that's right, Guilty. Can right. you imagine, Clarky? Can you imagine if they had city country still? Dad, Dan would be pulling his hair out. That sucks now. They ruined city country, Nick. Come on, you agree with that. They ruined city country for the men. Yeah, mate. You know what they should do with city country? They should make it the reserve graders. They should make it the best of the reserve grade versus the best of the Queensland reserve grade, best of Queensland Cup. They do that. They used to do that for origin. They used to do yeah. a reserve grade origin. Yeah. And but... they've got a similar, what do they call it? It's um similar to the old New South Wales versus Queensland's residents. Yeah, that's right. That's what. That's exactly right. So if you play, you're eligible if you play in the comp, not not if you're from New South Wales or Queensland. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, hopefully next year, boys. Uh, I'd like to see it go to three games as opposed to one. Definitely not two. And I want to see games. eighty minutes, just like the international game for women, because the other countries are playing eighty minutes in England for club footy. They're playing eighty minutes. They're not playing sixty or seventy minutes. So. I need to get to 80. But anyway, boys, this episode's Rusty Penny Brewing Company Trivia Question of the Week. It's back. It's back. Origin last week kind of ruined that. It dampened our spirits. 
but it's back this week. The question this week I have for you both and our fans who are listening, how many teams in the NRL have conceded 50 points in a match so far this season? That is my question, and the answer will be revealed at the end of today's episode. But, boys, we'll speak off camera about all the major topics that have emerged this week, and there's one right now with Reese Walsh currently fighting at the judiciary for his um for his uh straight direct referral for swearing at or near or toward a referee. We don't know what it is yet. It's alleged that it was at the referee, but there's lots to talk about today. So kicking off will be our round 17 and our recap. The sideline story MVP three two ones for each of those matches presented by our beer sponsor Akasha. Um, Reese Walsh is one of the topics tonight. Just as big, Ben Hunt's request to leave the Dragons was denied. Manly's five player signings over the last two days with Luke Brooks topping the list. Massive news. The coaching merry-go-round for St. George, Gold Coast, and Newcastle, possibly. Uh, the NRL Smokies beginning to emerge during the origin period. And, of course, rapid-fire tips for round 18. After that, around the grounds, round 16 of the Super League, those results, we find out the fate of Josh Maguire at the Warrington Wolves, uh, a bit of a health scare for Zane Tetevano for Leeds, and a massive club-swapping, I don't know, issue in the Queensland Cup, which we need to talk about as well. Then, the back end of the show, the Bunker Review returns, our fan favourite segment, uh, presented by Adzi Apparel, our major sponsor for this year. We are discussing three topics, lads. Changing the state of origin player payment system. Uh, the centralising of NRL contracts. And our top eight predictions with 10 rounds to go in the NRL. Boys, we didn't get to speak about tipping and Supercoach last week. So let's talk about it this week. Round 17. Actually, round 16 last week. We all got four, so we no no one got a no one got a full round. Oh, sorry, one person got a full round. Jack Little Buns, whoever that is, he got a full round in tipping. But this week, Guilty got six. Clarkie and I got five. Highest tipper was Guilty, Desiree, and Lauren, who all got six. Good work, Guilty. Very uh, good. Missed out good on, on you. Missed out on the Broncos game. Well, and. Everyone, everyone actually tipped the Broncos, but also Nick, you did the double this week. But I'll I'll hold back on that because I want to talk about tipping first. Um, round sixteen and round seventeen's finished. Clarky and I, as well as Shano, are now equal first. Do you like that, Clarky? <laughs> it's heating up. It's heating up. All right, eighty-four tips. Second is eighty-two, so we've got a two-point gap. Two-point gap, but we've got a. Hey, mate, mate, if we fucking if if we uh both win, what do we do? Halve the case. Uh Rochambeau. Rochambeau. Okay, well Rochambeau yeah. for it. I'll go first and then you go second. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um but super coach, Nick. But we are highest score of the week. Mate, not only that, right? Not only that, I know you've got a lot more to say, mm. but this is this is the players I didn't use. Munster, Tino. Taumalolo, Karaz, Preston, Hines, Bula. And still got almost 1,400. Nicholas, Nicholas Gild. Oh, yeah. He's onto something, Clarky. 
He's onto something. You know who's not onto something in Supercoach? You. Me. <laughs> Another loss for Clarkie's Cranebrook Rabbits. So you got pumped, Clarkie, by 217 points this week. You only yep. scored 1,001. Uh, you lost at Paul's Busters Bashes. Guilty defeated Tathan's Goonbags. 1,398. That's the score of the week. Uh, he got 1,187. And my crazy 88s defeated Troy's Troy Pods 1214916. So I have maintained first position, boys. Guilty is on the cusp of breaking into the eight. He's still there, 11th, mate. but you only one win outside. I'll be there. You are? Yeah, I reckon you'll be there. Clarky, you can't make the eight. Sorry. You're 18th. I'm sorry. You know what sucks is like I'm going really good in every other comp and I don't give a fuck about any other comp. <laughs> <laughs> You're for and against in ours is like me. You, 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 you're doing good. Like, you're scoring points. You're just playing blokes at the wrong time. Yeah, 100%. What about my for and against, except Nicholas? When, except, when you, except when you played me. You smashed me, you prick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're for and against. Yeah, yeah, you're the best, Dan. Thank you. Oh, thanks, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right, boys. Round 17 of the NRL. Uh, the buy goes to the Sharks, Bulldogs, and Tigers. So, one less game this week. We'll start with game one. And... Just as a caveat, just as a precursor, some of these games are going to get hijacked by the topics that have emerged. But game one, the New Zealand Warriors defeat the St. George Illawarra Dragons 48 points to 18. Clinical attack and defense uh, for the most consistent Warriors team in their history as they pumped the Dragons in the gong. But lads, if you allow me, I'm going to already hijack this one uh, with the elephant in the room, which is the Ben Hunt contract saga are you happy for me to do that yeah no nah, so, let's talk about the footy from like nine days ago whatever it is <laughs> <laughs> shh, shh. It was- anyway, Shane Flanagan confirmed as the Dragons head coach for three seasons from next year uh, the board unanimously agreed to sign him and his first task handed to him is dealing with the Ben Hunt contract saga after he confirmed that he is trying to seek an early release from his contract. So for those that aren't aware, Ben Hunt is contracted up until the end of the 2025 season. What he's wanted to do is gain an immediate release, uh, which was officially denied by the Dragons. So after State of Origin 2, Ben Hunt hit the media and confirmed his reasons to leave is that he wants to return to Queensland. These are for family reasons. So this knocks out the Bulldogs, Roosters, and Tigers who were keen on signing him. So the Broncos, after these comments, emerged as a shot club to sign Ben Hunt on a mid-season deal this year with the Titans then snapping him up from 2024 onward. On Monday, being yesterday, the Dragons denied... Ben Hunt, a release from his contract after Ben Hunt, Shane Flanagan, and the Dragons board sat in on a meeting and aired their grievances, I guess. Uh, The Broncos then came out after that and said, oh, yeah, nah, nah, he's contracted. We don't want him. But I got a couple of questions, boys. I'm going to start with Clarkie. Firstly, how do you think this saga is going to play out from this point? And secondly, how would you have felt if Ben Hunt went to the Broncos mid-season, which could still happen, by the way? 
how do I feel as a South supporter? I don't care if he goes to the Broncos. That doesn't that doesn't bother me at all. I tell you who it would bother, obviously, is the Dragons. Mm. Mate, I pointed out I've pointed out a few times on the podcast. I follow every single NRL pages every NRL team's Facebook fan page. And I mate, they the Dragon supporters, they want him gone now. They they're mate, they're very, very Forceful in their language on they don't if you don't want to be here, fuck off. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. All that kind of all that kind of stuff and and mate, it's it's hard to argue against it because what I find the funniest thing is, and he makes a valid point. Like if you didn't know anything about the NRL or you didn't know when Ben Hunt signed his current contract, it's like I've upheld my end of the bargain. They haven't the the club and the board and stuff, they haven't done their job properly. It's like, oh, yeah, it's actually quite a valid point. It's like, sign the contract in October 2022, Ben. Mm. Like, yep. nothing's they a, changed. They are a fucking shambles in October 2022. You didn't yep. sign the contract 10 years ago. Yep. Like, that, that's a find a bit laughable, really. Do you reckon, but, um, do you reckon, uh, do you reckon he's going to go to the Titans? Because that's the that's the main the main club that's that's being touted in the media for twenty twenty four. Well, you, there's really only two clubs. It's Titans or the Dolphins. Why couldn't he go to um, North Queensland? Oh, so because so, if he if he says he wants to be with family, yeah, but we know um, that's all bullshit. I'm pretty sure fucking Sydney's closer to Brisbane that's all bullshit, than Townsville. Townsville. Like you said, he. He said he he signed last year at October, in October and it was all fine, well and good. Mate, what what shits me about this is it's obvious to any blind Freddie can see this is that his manager is talking to other clubs and that's what I find shitty. Yeah, and others and, and the NRL should be investigating. And the way you do that, you look at you ask for text, you look, you look at text messages, you look at emails, you ask to see them. Yeah, integrity unit. Yeah, right. the integrity unit. They should be. They should, mate, we'll talk about that part, Guilty, in the bunker review. Okay. Because uh, Wayne Bennett, uh, he does two things. He expresses no interest in in Ben Hunt, which I'd find a little bit baffling. But he also expresses uh, his uh, hatred for play managers, which we'll talk about later. But look, if I were actually Guilty, I'm going to ask you first. Where do you think Ben Hunt's going to go? And he's not going. He's not going anywhere. He's going to be at the Dragons for the next two years. Mate, the Dragons can't let him go. He's in a funny position because he's 33. Mm-hmm. So he's if, if you get him, it's a it's it's just for two years pretty much, just like what the Roosters did with Cooper Cronk. Um, Dragons fans that want him gone, he's your best player. Maybe if the club had um, done something for him. Look, look, there's a couple of arguments here. The club's been, look, seriously, the recruitment's been rubbish. Really, but in saying that, they've also gone and got all Ben Hunt's best mates to play for him. Have you noticed that? Like who? So he had McCulloch come. He had um, who's the prop who's just got in trouble in England? Josh Maguire. Maguire. Uh, there was someone else as well. Um, so he, he's got he's got he's got uh, contracts for his mates. Uh, now they've sort of faded out and retired. It, it, I don't know if there's anyone left. Mate, the other thing is this: if the dragons let him go, who do they get? There's there's no one left, and the reason being is that when the salary cap went up, um, all the clubs 
who had their own players that were trying to re-sign, re-sign their, their players, their halves, on long-term deals. Yeah. Mate, they're, they're all gone. And and this came about too late for, for, you know, for them to try and get Brooks, who they might have gone for, which would have been a bad decision anyway. Mate, I think with a new coach... I know, no, Clarkie's not a big fan of Flanagan. I think he, I think he's a good coach, mate. You, you, ben Hunt's got to give him a chance. And apparently they're mates. Apparently they meet up on a we according to NRL three hundred and sixty. They meet up on like a regular basis and have coffee. Here's one for you. I there's a couple of things that shits me about this. Like, why did it come out during Origin? I, I find that um, really. I, I don't care what anyone said. I find that really disrespectful. And and a couple of player agents do that. Have you noticed that? Around finals or around origin and all of a sudden my player wants out. Didn't, I, 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 partic- I particularly don't like it around finals time. That's 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 inappropriate in my opinion. Bate, Bateman did it, remember, for, yep. for Canberra? Yep, he did. Mate, um, I don't I don't necessarily blame the player. I think they're being guided by an agent. Fuck, man. A little bit of timing and respect for the other players that you're playing with. Maybe mate, the players don't. Maybe the players don't give a fuck. I don't know. Well, I, I'd sort of be annoyed, mate. On what Clarkie said in regards to the fans, let's let, let's go through our club's goggles. Say it's your best player at the Rabbitohs, best player at Para, best player at the Bulldogs. Yeah. I I I'm kind of um, empathising with uh, the Dragons fans' position that your best player is like, I don't want to be here. I mean, you go. It's 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 it's. He's never actually said that. I mean, but but he doesn't want to be there, Nick. He doesn't want to be there. He said, "I want to go. I want to leave." It's not because fuck the club, or it could be because of fuck the club. But he wants to go. He wants to go. He wants to go whilst on contract. It's a bit of a fucking. It's a bit of a shit go as a fan, and you can't keep a disgruntled player at your club. However, the club has the power here because a player wants to leave. Now, if a player wants to leave, in my opinion, that's disgruntled, you don't let them go until you get the best deal out of it, whether that's financially or through a player transfer, player swaps, multiple player swaps, whatever. They need to figure out what's best for the club now that a player of marquee status wants out. So, Okay. So you got Brisbane and you got – Brisbane have already said – well, this is – they've said they don't want him, but – before they want that, him. they, they said want they were interested for a they year. Want him. They want him. You can't let him go there for a year and then after a year go to the Titans because then, like this, oh, this is not me um, who brought this idea up, but you lose the player value. You can't get a swap for a year. No, they, that's what I'm saying. They shouldn't just release him because oh, I want out. I've, so that's I've... why. That's why they've said no to the end of this. Well, they've said no, full stop. Mm. But there's no way he's going anywhere this year. There's no, I don't think so either. But he's going next year. He'll get out. I, I he'll don't get think out he next will, year. Man. I think. I he don't will. think he will. He'll go to Titans. Well, he the, will, mate. The, well, who, who are the Titans? Who are the Titans going to give up for him? They've who who just, are the Dragons going to going to going to take? They, Have you, they, haven't you heard who they've asked for? Yeah, they asked for. Oh, I heard. I, I didn't that's hear who they. Tino. I don't. Have they actually asked for Tino, or is that a name that's been floated around? No, that's it. They asked. They're not going to get Tino. They know that. Tino. To be all, all due respect to Jamin Jolov, you can't ask for Jamin Jolov because well, we they, just resigned. They, they'll give you they'll give you someone lesser than Jamin Jolov. You got to aim for the you got to aim for the stars, Gildy. And then, yeah, but hope I mean, they give the, you... the Dragons have got to agree to it. The Dragons have got to say okay, and that player has still got to want to come and play. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think the issue is, and this is why I think he'll go, is. 
if he was a $300,000 player, clubs obviously would be more inclined to go, you know what? And if you want to play hardball, no, fucking stick it out. It's only 300000 out of your cap. But you're talking, what is he on, nine? Yeah, but he, if, he's he on nine nine. Play, yeah. if he doesn't play for your team, I don't think you automatically lose the cap number, do you? Well, first what, of all, you don't have to pay him. You don't have to pay him at all if he's not playing. What are you, wait, are you saying yeah, like he's he, on contract? He's kicking, if he's kicking stones and making the place miserable, yeah. And surely, surely there's some. Look, man, if it was the think about this, if it was the Roosters, surely there'd be something where they'd go, okay, well, Ben Hunt has been planted until he wants to play. You've got that value in your cap. Think about it. if it was the Roosters. Just say it was the Roosters. They'd get some sort of discompensation for what? <laughs> For what? For having a player that doesn't want to play. No, nah, there's not. You can't. You can't. Otherwise, yeah, release him. Yeah, I know he, you he, can't, but I'm just saying there would be. If it was the Roosters, of course there would be. Oh, They'd make some bullshit rule that we've never heard before. And go, of, oh, okay. That's a bit of, that's a bit of innuendo there, Nick, don't you think? Well, mate, is it is it true? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, well, I think it is. Fair enough. They get mate, every look. advantage. We've argued about it before. They get every advantage under the sun. Anyway, we're not talking about the Roosters. I'm just saying that <laughs> we aren't. Yeah, you're I, right. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's going anywhere because there's no one you can get for his value. Well, look, this is this is the double-edged sword, man. If the Dragons want to play hardball and they go, nah, nah, you contracted, you contracted. If they ever want to get rid of a player, the player should go, nah, I'm contracted. Nope. Yeah, I'm contracted. That, nah. Of course, of course. But man, if you're a player who wants to play, like Josh Kerr, let's say, right. They let mm. him go. He walked straight into the the dolphins. He's walked straight into the bench of wherever he went. The dolphins, the dolphins. Yeah, yeah. he's coming off the bench now. He's playing. He wasn't even. He wasn't guaranteed a spot at the Dragons. Yeah, but the reason why this is bigger, Nick, is because it's your best player. I, I know. I, thanks, Dan. I understand that. <laughs> you, just saying, Josh Kerr. you just brought up Josh saying. Kerr. Yeah, because man, he's a player that they 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 decided they didn't want. So Josh yeah. Kerr went. Yep, I'll go. Yeah, no dramas. But it's 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 got to be a balance between the player and the club. Yeah, a mutual now, if, agreement. If, the, if yeah. the club goes, yeah, well, well, you're playing, well, you're staying. I think that's a good idea because it, it makes it makes it harder for players to ever hold the club to ransom next time. I kind of oh, they, ha- they they have to be at least seen to be playing hardball because if they just if they just if they just rolled over and let him go, man, hundred percent. Jack apparently Jack Bird's. Jack Bird doesn't want to be there. Jaden Silver doesn't want to be there. They just walk in and go, oh, I'm going as well. Yeah. 100%. I, I'm telling you, I've got a funny feeling he's not going anywhere. That's fair. No one, no one, no one has really taken that, taken that side, Nick, because everyone's like, oh, he's going Titans because they want him. But the Dragons have him. It's like, he, well, was going, he was going to Brisbane last halfway through this week. Yeah. According to was. the journos. Yeah. You know? And, could, and it was good. What the Dragons have done finally for once. The second time, they, I think they got the right coach for them at this period of how things are going for them. And I think that the right thing to do is to say no to Ben Hunt and coax him into playing and do something like like uh, the, the Warriors have done and go out into the marketplace and see if you can get some players that improve your side and then see where it goes next year. Yeah, cool. He's taking the piss, though, thinking that he's going to win the comp at the Titans, yeah? No, man, that, I reckon he's taking he's. I reckon they're building uh, something, uh, eh? Ah, uh, damn. I don't. Yeah, I swear. I swear. I swear. If he goes with to the Titans, Des Hazler's going there next year as oh. well. 
Dan, you're a dog supporter. <laughs> I t- I've said to you, I like well, this. He's, go- he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's going there to get their fucking salary cap completely bent out of shape, is he? <laughs> I didn't like that about Des Hasler, but I still think he's a good coach. He's still hey, a good coach. That came up on the Sunday footy show. Do you know, I, and I don't know what other clubs there have Not once has a Gold Coast side ever done well. What do you mean? They nearly made the grand final in 2010. Yeah, fucking hell. How long have they been in the comp for? 2007. How long did it take the Sharks? When we say they they nearly made the grand final, they played in the major semi, right? Yeah, they lost to the Roosters, and Roosters made the final. Yeah, they lost. Nearly made made a grand final. You said they've never gone well. Come on, on, Nick. Don't fucking ring up the stats here, brother. Mate, I I don't think they have gone well. When have they gone well? 2010. What did I just say? They're the favourites. Dan, in 2010. No, they weren't. They were just no, an, the an also-ran the team. They were just an also-ran team that didn't make the grand final. Anyway. Oh, come on. No, no, no they, they, they haven't. They haven't, mate. They've done, you know what? They, they haven't done any. I can't remember a great Titans side. I've ever gone, fuck, that was a good side. So, so, now, so now we're talking about the Titans. So now that's it. The Titans can't be good. The Sharks took 50 years to win a premiership. Mate, Sharks are pretenders too, if you want to bring them up. Yeah, but they won in 2016. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first time in how many years, Dan? 50. I said it. 50. They're a long way away. Oh my god! So are the Titans. Oh. All right, whatever. We're going to move on now. Back to the. Just one more thing. He's oh, thirty-three okay. years okay. old. So they've got to win a grand final in the next two years. Are you serious? Nah, sorry. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. We're going back to the Warriors Dragons game very briefly. The Warriors. There was a game, by the way. Like I said, I uh, digressed into the elephant in the room. But going back, the Warriors clinical Dragons absolute dog shit. That's the reality of it. There's no recovery. There's no turning back for the Dragons. Too much drama off the field. And they've got a player that doesn't want to play there playing for him currently. Mind and he's getting, own, he's getting booed by his own Mind fans. Mind he was their it. best player. And he's still getting booed. Yep, and he still played. Yeah. And he was still their best player. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move it on, boys. Uh, the catch three MVP 3-2-1s, Nick. To be fair, yeah. just I'll talk about the, the Warriors a little bit. Yeah. Mate, um... Fantastic. Webster's got him um, humming. What are they coming fourth? They are fourth, yes. Fourth. Or and, fifth. And, and totally deserved. Some players are playing the best they've ever played. Um, um, you've got, not not including the three two ones, but Johnson's killing it. Uh, Tohu Harris is killing it. Dylan uh, Walker came back. was a little bit unlucky. Dylan Walker came back. Dylan Walker came back and killed it. Walker, yep. Uh, Jackson Ford, who's an ex-Dragon, who they should have kept, killing it. Um, Nia Cora, what do you think about his high shot? Three look, weeks he's got. Look, look at this, Nick. I said it last week. I was like, every time Nakora comes back, Barnett's out. Nakora gets suspended and Barnett comes back. They just yeah, can't play true. together, these two, eh? Do you, reckon, do you reckon, mate, I think he's going to fall into the Victor Radley category, Nia Cora, if he keeps going at this level. Yeah. Yeah, he will. He will. Um, mate, Pompe, Pompey, he's, mate, he's an underrated centre. And then um, in this week, obviously, uh, Nia Cora goes out and Curran comes in. Um, mate, you don't miss anything with Curran. He's a beast. And DWZ got four tries. What a beast, man. Yeah, Love that and perm. A, and they were good tries too. <laughs> they were. Fucking hell. Mate, where does uh, two of us check play next year? Centre. Over That's who? what they're saying. Or the wing. But again, the wingers are killing it. Like maybe Montoya gets dropped, but he's mate, still Montoya's playing well. Playing too good. Yeah, but two of us are Sheck's quality, man. Yeah, is he? Yeah, he played for a little while. He didn't make the All Blacks. 
Oh, that's why he's, yeah, that's what they're saying. They're saying now that he's going to be playing in the ITM Cup, which is like another comp, like a second grade comp for rugby New Zealand. It's, it's their equivalent of shoot shield. Yeah, right. Yeah. That, that'll get him That'll get him prepped for an NRL return. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so you know how they were talking about him possibly going to another side? Oh, yeah, the Roosters came up. Obviously, that's been knocked on their head. Rugby have said no. Uh, no, it was well, Manly. Well, Clarkie told us that Manly was in front until they signed five players this week. So, yeah, I don't really know. But Mate, man- as if, if I'm the Warriors, though, I want him to sign for another club to get him out of so he doesn't play the fucking ITM Cup and get back to NRL rugby league match fitness. Mate, I did set playing in New South Wales Cup just to hmm. get him some kind of rugby league fitness back. Yeah, they always not. take they always take so long to get back. It's dead set half a season. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Nick, the uh, MVP three two ones for this one. Uh, Fanua Blake three. Uh, Dallin got two, i.e. the four tries he scored. Probably could have scored another one. And Clockstead just killing it at fullback. And what did he get this week? Like two hundred meters again. My human. Dallin Latine to Lesniak got, I, I think they were around 250. Far out, man. It Clocks was. so good, man. Get 198 and 227. Fucking dead. That's so good, man. Anyway, we'll move it on. Game two, the Parramatta Eels defeat the Dolphins 48 to 20. Guilty, half time, 42 to 4. That's the first half alone. Um, were you upset that they couldn't? Carry it on in the second half, or are you happy? No, nah, of course, of course, I would have liked them to continue to kill it, but they did take some players off. Um, mate, they still had 42 nil, 42 4 in the first half. Man, I'm still I, pretty, I'm pretty happy, mate. Look, I'd be happy without no injuries, and that's what, like, you look, Moses and Paulo backed up, so did the hammer for the Dolphins, mate. but you don't, you don't need to, like, really, in my opinion, not as an Eels fan, like, the first half. Proved that you guys are a quality team. Second half, you guys went ah, we don't need a fucking. Yeah, I just don't like that attitude. But look, look, I'm not, I'm not winning. Forty two points is pretty good, mate. I would have preferred the defense to stand up a little because I don't. You, you guys probably seen uh, Para currently the best attacking team in the comp. Um, Sivo and Gutho are, are the, I think they're the top two try scorers right now. There might be another person in the mix. I think Jermaine is there as well. Azaka. Yeah, I think he's up there. Um, man, um, where our defense is not good enough right at this point, so there's some little things to fix up. But hey, look, you can't the, ha- the hammers try, the hammers try four. wasn't the hammers try, in my opinion, wasn't really a like, yeah, it's a fuck up, like, because you don't play like that in the NRL, but it's not like they would concede a try like that every week. Little, no, little, I'm not, like, he, scored, he played pretty well, the hammer for them, but in saying that, he did let in a few tries at the start of the game, look, um. Nah, there's not much to talk about. Well, they just dominated. Nah. Uh, Cartwright just killed it. Well, mate, the yeah, he he was one of your best players, mate. For the for the Dolphins, I thought you know they they've got Felice Kafusi back from suspension, Sean O'Sullivan's back from his pec injury. First um, game back, though, was it? First or second game back? First, first game back, mate. That's tough. It is tough, and you know, Jeremy Marshall King was still out, so he went into the hooking role. Yeah. Um, which isn't his position, I don't think. And then, you know, Josh Kerr, as we spoke about, he debuted for the Dolphins, so it's a new new system, new structures for him. 
Uh, the only thing I can really bring up is a couple off off field things like Hodgson's out for probably the season now, Nick. Neck injury. Neck injury. So I think you know, he's got, playing pretty good, mind you. I like Brennan Hands. I've said this yeah. before. I, I like him. So he's your future. He's yeah. looked far. He's looked far slicker than Josh Hodgson all year. Yeah. 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 Hodgson's come back from injury, and and Hands is playing well. Yeah. And you know you've got your you've got Mitchell Moses firing. Gutho's in form, like he's in um, he's red hot at the moment. He's scoring a bloody double every game. Yep. Um, but yeah, off field, Jake Avarillo from the Bulldogs. He uh, confirmed a move to the Dolphins for three seasons on four fifty k per year. So I think that's a big pickup along with Herbie and Thomas Flegler. Do you reckon he's worth four fifty? No, no that, well, that's why the that's the why world. the dogs that's why the dogs kind of conceded. I think they've just turned their attention to Paul Alamotti now because he's a, you know, we've lost a junior in Avrilo, but you know, mate, wasn't Alamotti going to the the Cowboys at one point? Well, the Cowboys spoke the Cowboys and Dolphins spoke to Alamotti and Avrilo respectively at the same time, uh, and the dogs were like, "Oh shit, we could lose both here," but I think they've obviously prioritized one. The Dolphins have offered more money than the dogs can, yeah. So. That's it. I saw Paul Alamotti on um, Saturday. It's a big unit. Well, uh, at Lidcombe? Yeah, like a yeah. really big unit. Yeah, like right. Thick or tall? He's not tall. Uh, he? he looked tall. He looked heaps taller than what he does on the footy field. He looks like a little nugget. Yeah, yeah right. Maddie on the footy tight. field. But, <laughs> yeah, but no, in real life, he's much bigger. Yeah. I think the dogs will sign him now, but we're going to probably start a weekly player signings rumor thing on, on Instagram and Facebook. Just to update our fans, but anyway, uh, Nick, I think the Eels are hitting form at the right time, so it's good for your club. And the Dolphins are starting to do what we thought they'd do at the start of the year, which is struggle with injury and start to decline. And that's what's sort of happening to them at the moment, which is no good. But anyway, the Cash MVP three two one. I don't know. What did you think about the Sibo elbow raise? Um, they have gotten him for the third time. This year, is he getting categorized now, Nick? No, he got fined. He didn't get any time off. No, no, he no but is he getting categorized as well for the way he? No, I think he's doing. Him. I think he's doing. I think he's just a bit unaware of what his body's doing. To be honest, well, because man, he had his hand in the bloke's face, but he does definitely raise his elbow. There's an elbow raise in the next. Sorry, at the storm during the storm game, which pissed me and Clarky off, and probably yep. yourself. But we'll talk about that during the storm game. But anyway, three, two, ones for that one. Um, Hopgood, he looked good in the Blues jersey, wouldn't he? He's yep. a Queenslander. Um, Cartwright, two. And, mate, Moses or Gutho could have got the one. We gave it to Moses. Mate, Will Penasini and Bailey Simonson killing it in the centres. Yes, they are. Making lots of metres as well. Mate, game three. The Panthers defeat the Knights 20 points to 12. Uh, Clarky, um, you pointed this one out. The Panthers only made three errors all game um, for a 92% completion rate off memory. Um, that was all without their five origin stars. So what'd you make of this one? Mate, they just, I think they just absolutely strangled them to death. You can't, mate, I think it was, yeah, it was third, it was 38 from 38 or 28 from 28 in six, the first 60 minutes of the game. Yeah, it's 28. And then and the Knights and then just after that was the first time that the Knights got tackled in um in the Panthers um twenty, which you're not winning football games with those kinds of stats, no. really. No. 
But um, mate, I know it's got it's not a part of the game, but it is a part of the game. Did you see Christian Welch? Yeah. Did you see that, Nick? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well. Man, I think. Look, for- it's hilarious. <laughs> but it's, a fucking, it's a shit go. Man, for those that didn't fucking filthy. For those that didn't see it. No, I don't think he cares. He's part of the RLPA. Man, for those that didn't see it, um, Christian Welch uh, sat down with Craig Bellamy in the press conference post the Storm Manly game. And I think he thought the microphones were off. And he sat there with Craig Bellamy and he goes, how did the Knights lose? The Panthers didn't have anyone. (laughs) (laughs) And then Craig Bellamy's like, yeah. And he's looking around like, I'm pretty sure that the microphones are on. So he didn't say anything. Clarky, I reckon that's more of a slap in the face to Penrith than it is the Knights. No, you think? But because he goes, Panthers didn't have anyone. Oh, you know I mean? yeah. Actually, I didn't even think of it from that angle. You're you're probably you're probably right. I'd be filthy if I was James Fisher, Harris, Scott Sorensen, Dylan Edwards. Yeah, even even Cogger. Like like I know that Cogger's the second string, but he played well. He played really well in this game. Mate, he I, did. I, he he um. Yeah, he led them around. Him and um, Dylan Edwards, though he he really stood up. That was a, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure he was captain for this game. That was a, that was a captain's knock. That was. And, yep. Um, but the centers, mate. For me, Isaac Tungo and um, Tyson Tyson um, Tyron Peachy, Tyron Peachy, mate. They were, they were unstoppable. Really. Man, they they were both standouts. Just yeah. like Gildy said with the Eels game with his uh, with his club centers um, for the Panthers, they both stood out, Target Tungo and um, Peachy. But yeah, I think they ran for like 250 meters each or some shit like that. Like just crazy stats. And man, like I said, all without Origin players. The Knights had Frizzell, Saifidi, and Marju came back. Marju was disciplined last week for those that didn't see. Um, you know, like and Leota came back for the Panthers, but that. To me, I was like, oh, the Knights, this could be closer than what I think. And the Knights tried, but, man, the Panthers just played clinically and just proves why they're in the top four, why they're first, actually. But, yeah, it was um, it was pretty wild. But, um, Guilty, I wanted to ask you something. Yep. So, Clark, at the start of the season, he said Hook would get sacked, and he got sacked first. Then I said Holbrook, and surprisingly, he got sacked, and we'll talk about that soon. And you said Adam O'Brien. And the news emerging after Holbrook's um, sacking is that Adam O'Brien is next and that Paul McGregor or Michael Maguire are set to take over. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, th- I, th- I think he's done all right. Better than expected. I thought they'd be coming last or second last the Knights. Mm-hmm. Um, mate, Ponga sort of stood up. Like, I know, look, they lost the game, but they didn't get smashed. No. What was the end score, 20 to 12? Yeah. Mate, I thought Ponga played pretty well. I thought, um, man, he sliced them up a, a couple of times. Mm. I, mean, I know we're talking about the coach, mate. Look, I... I I don't know. I, I thought he'd get. I thought they were go, be going worse. If he got done now, I'd be a little disappointed for him because I think the players are trying for him a well, little man, bit. Man, they did. Well, I, I, they did it with the Titans, and he was fucking just outside the eight. 
equal, equal, on, equal on the cusp, points. Of, on the cusp of a premiership, according to Dan. Not this year. <laughs> yeah, that's, right, that's right. Look out, Titans. <laughs> Look out for the Titans. They're coming. Lucky is a slack. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming at you. <laughs> anyway, do you reckon? Um, do you reckon? Um, Mate, if he went, it wouldn't be a surprise. But I, it'd be like Holbrook. I, I'd find it a little bit unfair. I mean, well, Madge would be a good. Madge would be coaches have. Madge would be a good replacement, don't you think? <laughs> Better than nah. McGregor. Mate, yeah, that's but, a, where did McGregor thinking, come from? That's what, 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 that's what I was thinking with Mary. Like, by all accounts, he looks like a fucking really top bloke, and he's in the Origin. Um, What's he done? Co- coaching squad, but has he? Is he that much more credentialed than Adam O'Brien? No, mate. Well, McGregor coached St George as an old boy. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. St George always do that. They always pick an ex player. Yep, mate. I don't. Uh, I think they're along. McGregor's not the right choice, man. Maguire's a good coach. I don't know if I don't know if I don't know if he needs to jump straight into coaching. I know I know he's been off for a little while, but I don't need know if he needs to be there yet. Mm. He could take he, another year at Canberra, like they're talking about Ricky maybe coaching Origin. I don't know. No, nah, they they ruled that out today. Have so, they? Who's the they? Blue, the blue. Oh, they don't want to win. They said they said they they're not going to pick an NRL coach. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, they don't want to win, obviously. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mate, last thing I'll bring up, Nick, is um, and Clarky. I, I think this is a bit of a beat up, but Jerome Luai's Instagram post after State of Origin, yeah. when he said, um, "When he said, chill, all you idiots have work tomorrow morning." He needs a handler. That he's an idiot. Do you think it's a? Do you think it's 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 bad? Do you think it's a bad look, or do you think it's a beat up? What, 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 why does he need to post that? Mate, they lost. Fair enough. Every single player was copping shit. He cops more than most because he stands over the top of players and not, doesn't get penalised for some reason. Yeah. I thought when I first read it, I thought it was um, I thought it was aimed at the Queensland supporters, and I'm like, that's fucking. I reckon, I, I reckon it's a bit of both. I mean, that's he's like, talked about he got death threats and blah blah. So blah. Well, that's what Brad Fittler said. Yeah, whatever, whatever. But you know, ignore it. Don't read it. Brent Reed came out the other day and said, "Why should he ignore it? That's how he. That's how he gets to his fans." I go, "Who's his fans? He's got individual fans, does he?" Oh, he would. Oh God. But but also like people blowing up at it, like this is the worst thing ever. I was like, eh. <laughs> like no, I don't think it's, eh, mate. Yeah. it's a bit of a slap in the face if you're New South Welshman. I'll tell you that much, Dan. Why is I that? Like it. Why is that? Because, mate, he was talking to everyone. It seemed like he was talking to everyone. He's come out later and said, "Oh, I meant it to go to these people." Well, if it's it's if it's uh if it's something that we're not sure what the meaning is, don't send it out. If I was him, like if I had my time again, if it's really about the death threats, I would say to all the people sending me death threats, chill. Or go to the police. Have work tomorrow. Or yeah, or that. Or <laughs> yeah, don't. Nah, he's an idiot, man. He's an idiot. It's undefensible. He'll be lucky if he's there in game three. Yeah, that's fair enough. Clarky. This isn't a swipe at you, Gil, because I said it. I said it to some people before I heard your your analysis of it, mate. At the end of the day, it's just a bunch of old blokes complaining about some young person writing words on social media because they don't get it. That's a dig at you, Nick. I don't, I don't reckon. I don't reckon it is old blokes. I reckon it's more than old blokes. I reckon it's everyone who doesn't like him. I think it's a lot of New South Wales fans. I think it's a lot of old people though. They just don't. That's just how. That's. 
what that generation does. I don't know if old people does. get on and just swamp him with, with Instagram. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so. No, I don't, it's not them saying I'm going to kill you. I'm saying I think it's them having their opinion and like Buzz Rothfield having his opinion on it, like Gordon Tallis having his opinion. It's like, Shut up, you stupid yeah. old flog. Hey, I think like, I think a lot of people have that opinion, though. Yeah, they might. Yeah. Mate, anyway, look, he's a lair, man. He's a lair, and they're losing. So he's polarizing. He is. He's polarizing. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, I think it's a bit of a beat up, but uh, we will move it on, Nick, to the catch MVP three two ones for Panthers Knights three two ones. Peachy three. Mind you, been dropped this week because other centers have come back. Edwards two. Oh, I'll bring that up. Mate, what's Edwards got to do? What's Edwards got to do to be the New South Wales fullback? I've said yeah. it before, the Origin Series, he should, should be the fullback. But anyway. Have mate, he's, drop he's, him. He's, drop, his, drop name, his name needs to be James Tedesco. Yeah, or, mate, did you see how many... Uh, wait, we'll get to that game, but uh, old mate can't even catch a eyeball now. <laughs> Tedesco. Sorry, got to go. I, I'm going to have a crack at you about something in a little while, Clarky, as well, when it gets to the Roosters game. Mate, um, Targo won. Played excellent. Yeah. Wow, the slap. What do you think about the slap? Oh, uh, it's a fucking 10 in the bin for sure. Why didn't Targo also get 10? Because he slapped him. He's the initial slapper. Did you see that? I did not see the initial slap. He's on the ground. He slaps him. And when he gets up, he slaps him back. They should have both <laughs> Oh, it was, um, what's his face that did it? Um, what's he... The main Hetherington. Hetherington. Hetherington Jack Hetherington. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well. Yes, it's 10 in the bin uh, slap because they said that, remember? No striking. Doesn't matter that, if it's open. I'm pile. saying that there were two players who slapped. Yeah, no, that's fair. Just one. That's fair enough. Uh, mate, game four. The Melbourne Storm defeat the Manly Sea Eagles 24 to 6. Uh, Melbourne left it a bit late to ice this one. Um, Manly played 60 minutes, not 80. And that's where Man- uh, Melbourne iced it, I guess. But um, another season-ending injury confirmed for Tommy Turbo, their marquee player, which I'll address first and hijack this game. So Manly have received the maximum salary cap dispensation of $350,000 for an injured player whilst on representative duty. Another season, boys. Another Turbo injury. I'm going to ask this again after this one, after the list of season-ending or long-term injuries that Turbo has had, is he still worth $1.1 million? You go first, Clarky. You go first. Mate, um, it's unfortunate, but he is, because he's that talented. I don't, I don't know anymore. I really don't know. I'm on the Clarky bandwagon now. He's, mate, he's... He's depleting his value like enormously, and it's gonna get it's it's gonna get to a stage if he like he's been paid really, really, really well not to play football games for that club. He's gonna have to he's gonna have to repay him at some point. Like it's right. not gonna, and I'm not talking I'm not talking. He's gonna have to take a, a three four hundred thousand dollar pay cut, but he's gonna have to he's gonna have to take something. Mate, he's he's gonna stay at Manly for the rest of his career. And they're not going to have to pay him what they paid him in the last contract. Like, I know he's still got a little way to go, but he, obviously he's going to devalue. He's just not yeah. playing enough games. So you think Manly are happy so with that? So, so you agree? He's. I think he's that if he went somewhere game. else, he'd get paid a million bucks. That's what I think. Ooh. Yeah. Someone, I think, yeah, you're right. Some, someone would pay him. The Tigers would pay him. I reckon. Yeah, um, yeah I reckon you're Dolphins, right. I reckon no, the I Dolphins reckon... would 
he is a million dollar player, believe it or not. Yeah. It's it's wild, but I like I I've always backed him. But if you're a Manly fan, like the Manly fans have always like called for his head, right? And man, he is such he is such a talent. <clears throat> like he was a Delian medalist. And to those people that think, oh, some people don't do, deserve the Dalian medalist to pop out a contest, he, he awesome. fucking deserved it. He won by 15 points. He should have won by 15 points. Mm-hmm. And he is that good. But I'm kind of leaning towards Clarky now where I just don't know anymore because he's been injured again. I'll, I'll tell you something. Um, I am critical of Ruben Garrick and... He was offered the fullback spot at Newcastle at the start of this year before he re-signed on decent coin as well. I think he's on something like eight hundred grand. No, because they were going to try and move really? the centers. Yeah, eight hundred for Ruben Gary. Um, mate, what? I mean, he played excellent at. I know they lost, right? But he was. They had a lot of players out, mainly, and he was excellent at fullback. That's the best I've seen him play. And if he's got to play on the wing when Tommy's there. And when Tommy's injured, you got Ruben Garrick. I think Manly have done a good thing, Joe Mamba, keeping Garrick. That's fair call. I'll, I'll ask. I'll ask a question, boys, just because I've got the stats up. What do you think is a num- being a million dollar player, being Tom Trubojevic? How many games do you want to see him play? Mate, I think you need to play. As many games as Latrell Mitchell play. <laughs> um, mate, he needs to play about 15. I know he hasn't in ages. 15 games a season at least. Dan? A million-dollar player should be playing 20-plus. They should be – they should – yeah. He hasn't He hasn't played 20-plus since the 2018 season. And for Gildy's number 15, he's done that once – since yeah, that's not good enough. No, that was when he won the Delhi M. Yeah. Nah, that is that is wild. He went this is this is his yearly appearances. Nine in his first, which I'm assuming he come in halfway through. Yeah. 23, 23, 22. Then he's gone 12, 7, 18, 7, 11. The sevens are bad. The 11's not great. <laughs> that's yeah, those numbers aren't good at all. Mate, what's what's going to happen with this 350K? Because RTS isn't going there, they don't think, because of what's happened as of the last two nights, which I'm happy to talk about and now. They, did I, I swear to God I read something that Manly signed Hayes Perham. Nah, that was, you did read that, and that was a beat up, I think. That was a massive So I saw up. him at Lidcombe Oval as well, and he didn't, mate, he didn't look like a footballer, and he didn't look like um a part of the club either. Yeah, right. So when I saw it, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense to why where he was sitting and what he was wearing. But anyway, fair enough. Um, yeah, I don't know what they do. They've come I out and it. said they've come out and said Ruben Garrick's going to be the fullback, but they have to say that. Maybe they can front end contracts with it. I don't know. I don't know. But let's talk about the bigger elephant in the room now, boys. Uh, Manly signing spree over Monday and Tuesday. We're co- we're recording Tuesday night. Uh, which is a day later than what we usually do. Uh, but tonight, being Tuesday, the club confirmed they have re-signed Josh Schuster for three seasons on $800,000 a season. Fuck, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And that they're going to shift him to the back row. And I was... where, where he killed it, mind you, when Ola yeah. and him were playing in the back row, he was awesome. Yep. 
So they're going to shift him there next year for a reason, which I'll disclose in a sec. Uh, tonight, they also re-signed Tolu Kula for four seasons. So that staves off Australian rugby. Mate, he's a beast. The bigger news was on Monday night when the club announced that they have signed Jackson Paulo from the Roosters for three years, Tommy Lau for, Tommy Talau for two years from the Tigers, but the bigger one was Luke Brooks for four seasons from the Tigers to partner Daly Cherry Evans from 2024 onward. Isn't isn't Tommy Talau immediate? No, no, I don't they think so. Try, they're trying to make they're trying to do an immediate swap. Tommy Talau for Latu Fainu. Yes, I'm assuming that's old Stabby McGee's brother. Yeah, it yep. is. Mate, honestly, <laughs> I'll tell you, the Tigers should jump on that because I think that Fainu is on 450 a year without even having played a first grade game. Is that right? He's on something massive. Yeah, what's he's he like? Um, he's like Howarth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck, the fucking the white myth, Jack yeah. Howarth up in That's Queensland. Yeah. Mate, yeah, you know what? Was... I've had him in my super coach every year for the last three years. Hasn't touched the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Um, who, what, what positions Fainu play? He's, Mate, uh, he's he, the, the, there's three brothers. There's one that's been playing second row for Manly, and I think this one's the half. Oh, yeah. that one's the half. Okay, yeah. Yeah. which ones? Um, <laughs> what positions Manasi play? Manasi's a hooker. Hooker. Mate, he's the reason that uh, they let Happy <laughs> Carousel go. Yeah, that's right. Mate, Latu Fainu is. I was, I was laying up. I was laying up. I was laying up some kind of joke. You can say he punches number plates, or he's oh. the garden. He's the gardener, oh. the cook. Look at you oh. going in on Manasi. No one took it. No one took it. No one took it. That's right. Yeah. Mate, um, Luke Brooks. He comes in, partners Cherry Evans. They obviously don't like the experiment with Shustar. They're going to move him back to the back row next season. Talk to me. What do we think of that? Mate, if he continues the look, man, Manly's forwards look okay a lot of the time. I think if yeah. they can lay a platform, um, Cherry's getting older. Uh, Luke Brooks was he's twenty eight or twenty nine? Yeah, man, I know. I know. Look, he he got super pressure from everyone, but he was a million dollar player, and that's why he got super pressure. He's on six fifty, mate. I've seen other like um, wait, did you say Luke Brooks is on six fifty for Manly next year? I think so. No, yeah, he's on more. Is it more? No, Six fifty times four, isn't it? I haven't seen a price. I was going to ask you guys what, how much he's on. I thought I heard seven fifty. I've heard, I've, I heard six fifty times four. So what's okay. that? Two uh, four. 50. Too many. Too big two, a number. Two point six. Mate, two point I six don't. Million. I don't think that's that bad. I think we talked about what his value is. I think he's about six fifty. Man, that's a that's fair. Because he didn't want five hundred. Because the Tigers were like, no, you're on five next year, and he's like, no. Mate, if he was on, if he'd been on six fifty at the Tigers all this time, he wouldn't co- have copped any of the pressure. Hundred no, percent, he wouldn't yeah. have. So that's right. the issue. The money is the, the value of the money was the issue, not not what the style of player he is. He's a good runner of the ball. If he continues the form he has, like I know he's injured now, yeah. but he was playing well at the Tigers. I know they're not going great, but he turned he turned the table. Um, man, I, I, I'd like to give him a go at least. I hope the Manly supporters aren't bagging him already. I, I don't think that's so. That's another. I don't think they are. It's an. It's a. The it's the Tom Trebojevic almost um, comparison. He's worth five hundred at the Tigers because they've been paying him overs for so long and not delivering. Yeah. But he's worth more at another club, like we were saying that with um Turbo. It's because there's no halves. Hundred percent. 
Mate, they, well, the Tigers asking asking bloody Jock Madden to come back. Yeah, they're, asking, they're looking. They're looking at Jack Cogger. It's like, mate, he's played three first grade games in five years. Like, relax, Tigers. Mate, it's hard though because it's like like if the Dragons let Ben Hunt go, there's just no one there. There's a few young kids, but you just don't know if they're going to turn out to be, you know, good or not. Yeah, Amon and Sullivan at the to- at the Dragons, mate. For, for next year, for the Manly, I know we're skipping next to next season. <clears throat> Luke Brooks partnering with Turbo up uh, with Daly yeah. Cherry Evans, I think is is a pretty experienced and calm halves pairing. I think that'd be a good halves pairing together. Well, well Cherry's definitely an organizer, and Brooks is a runner. And Man, I think I've got I think a funny work. feeling. I've I got a funny work. feeling Cherry's gonna give up Origin maybe at the end of this year. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So then you've got a player that's just playing club footy. Yep, like like Jack Whiten. Mate, look, if, if, if I'm Cherry Evans, he's playing great, but he, Eden is just there. You know, he doesn't need to be – Cherry doesn't need to be there. I don't – see, I know that players always think that they're – the smart thing to do is step down. The The worst thing to do would be to get dropped. Well, Dearden showed against the Rabbits this week his credentials yet again. He's been very, very consistent. Very consistent. Mate, um, on the game itself, going back to the Storm Manly game, uh, Harry Grant and Coates played. Uh, Cherry Evans also played for Manly. No Cameron Munster and obviously no Turbo. Justin Olam and Christian Welch also returned. There's only one thing I want to bring up about this. Um, it was, I already said that Manly only played 60 minutes and that was a downfall. But there was a shocking call made against Aaron Penne for a bumpers-up hit. He made on uh, Lachlan Croker, and the only reason why I think he got pulled up is because Croker was like, "Oh, I'm hurt." But Penne was stay down. Can I just say he? What is it? He, he he's a bit of a milker, Croker. Man, Penne was penalised for a, <clears throat> apparently raising his elbows whilst in possession of the ball, as as we the three of us saw. If they didn't penalise Tino for his bumper up hits on Reed Marnie and Appy Corusau. Then the Aaron Penne one is a non-topic. But because they penalise Aaron Penne, Clark and I were like, oh, well, if that's the case, then Tino should have been fucking sent off. No, no, no. What should have happened is they made an error with the Penne one. Yeah, but no, because, they find, no, no, Nick, because, they find him. Nick, they find him. I know, him. I know. And they've made an error. That's two errors, but it's a penalty and a fine. And yeah. Tino gets, Tino gets, ah, oh, man. Well, mate, Tino shouldn't be in trouble either for either hit. I know you hate that, Dan, but... No, no, no. I didn't say no, I didn't say that. I don't mind. I don't mind. I didn't the Appy Coruscant one I cleared, in my opinion. The yeah. Reed Marnie one, no. But yeah. the Aaron Penne one is is by far the least severe. Yeah. That's why they, they made an error. Uh, two errors. Yep. Fuck me dead. Anyway. Um, anything to say, Nick, before I move it on? Yeah. Um, mate, how good's codes going? Yeah. How good are his tries? Is he the most athletic winger in the comp? I know we're team Zelazniak uh, making some good tries, but Manly, I reckon Manly decided. What's that? Jackson Paula. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say that fat little winger that they've got playing. Oh, you know, no. with the Vega, is it? Mate, yeah. he goes hard, but he's slow and he's he's the most unathletic. Mate, I said who did I say last week? That South? Who is it? Oh Richie Kenner. I said Richie Kenner is oh, he's got a new contender and that <laughs> Vega. That Vega guy looks looks like he should be packing down in the front row for the Waratahs. 
<laughs> but he pumps up a little bit too. You know, he talks a bit. <laughs> he gives him a bit of lip <laughs> Mate, um, there was something else I was going to say in this game. Um, um, me and Clarky had a little bit of a debate with regards to Pezzet. Um, yeah. oh, mate, yeah. look, in, in in hindsight, I've had to think about it. He did play well for a player who just comes in and out of first grade. And he's obviously a future first grader. Mate, there's, there's a name. There's, there's 100%. Yeah. Why are yeah. the Tigers fucking after him? Yeah. He's just, he's just so early in his career. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Plus Manly are picking up all the, all the halves. Jacob Arthur, Cooper Joe. <laughs> That's it. There's no halves on the market because they're all playing for either yeah. Manly or Blacktown. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look. Uh, in hindsight, his kicking game was was he's very measured. He's obviously a good player. Like he played for that uh, New South Wales uh, under nineteen side. I think was it last year or the year before. He's a good player. Um. That's pretty much all I got on this one. Three two ones. Uh, Coates three. Uh, Nelson two and Hughes one, mate. Um, the <laughs> though you're we... gonna give it to Pezzet, mate. I still thought Hughes played good. Hughes still <laughs> steered the club around, <laughs> mate. Pezzet made three errors, man. Hughes made none. I gave I gave Hughes the the one. Clark, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> This big thing about goals, oh, wrong, Clark. Yeah. I wasn't wrong. I, 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 I thought he Hughes. played okay, better than what I said. I, I ripped him when we were just talking. I said, nah, shit, blah, blah, blah. But, he, mate, his first half was a trophy, some of his passes. But, mate, when he got in the game, when he had a bit of a chance to get in the game, he, he was at his kicking games, his short kicking games, top notch. Mm. Fair enough. Boys, uh, game five, the Gold Coast Titans defeat the Brisbane Broncos 18 to 12. And I'm not going to, I'm just going to, Bypass something for a sec. The Reese Walsh hearing is um, underway right now, and I've just read an update as of eight ten p.m. So Dave Fafita and Pat Carrigan gave evidence to support Reese Walsh's claim that he didn't swear and say oh, effing C. Wait, 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 listen to this, right? He didn't say effing C at the referee. Who um, to Pat Carrigan? His own well, Reece, Reece, Reece Walsh's no, no. So Reese Walsh's defense is that he said it to a Titans player. Which and one? That Ca- and that Carrigan. Well, I don't know, Nick. I don't know. I'm not in the hearing. So anyway, <laughs> I, I, so yeah, I, but... I can't read this whole thing because I've I've also got to pay attention to what we're talking about. Oh, no, but no. um, the last thing, the last update. <laughs> that's, that's a big. That's a big part of it. Yeah. Who, who did you say it to? <laughs> well, I haven't said. I I, I can't find it but what the last update is is the um prosecution i guess the nrl <laughs> the prosecution and i think reese walsh is the defense uh the prosecution for the nrl has said uh, this is a case in which the players giving evidence have all spoken about their evidence and got their story straight before the hearing tonight <laughs> how good's that Suck shit reesey that's mate, so good mate, eh? they're all mates seriously play with Queensland. them did Billy, did Billy Slater drive them all to the judiciary hearing? Wait, not only that, Fafita was a Bronco. He was there when his force was there. Come on. So that's the so he's just claimed corruption basically in the hearing. Um, because obviously Carrigan and Fafita are like, no, it was towards a Titans player. And then Carrigan's going, Hey Reese, pull 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 your head in, my my friend, mate. Pull your head in. Reese, mate, it was more than Carrigan trying to pull him away. Flegler had him by in a headlock at one point, trying to rip him away. Mate, 
You know what? He's he's a, he's become a fucking pe- little little shit, eh? <laughs> Mate, he is a brilliant player, but he if he could just knock that shit out of his game, he, he doesn't need to do it. You know how players are polarizing. Like people don't like Jerome Luai. I say I like Jerome Luai. I don't think he should be playing for the Blues, but I like him. I think Reese Walsh is terrific as well, but he's starting to become a player that is is becoming disliked and loved. He's one of those yeah, the love him or hate him. And he's starting to, t- to teeter me towards the, I don't like you anymore because when they won Origin, yeah, and you got Sinbin, man, you'd be lapping it up. I said that last week in our episode when uh, Queensland won. But he's a dick to the refs. He's a brat. He always talks back. He's always got something to say. I don't like all that shit. You know what I mean? And right now, it's, I'm a victim. I don't like when people play victim. Never liked it, never will. And oh, I'm a victim. I swore and called the referee he, this. What pisses uh, me off? Would you off respect as well? him more? Would you respect him more, Dan, if he just went, you know what? I said it to the ref. Yes. I apologize. Yes, wouldn't you, yes, wouldn't you yes. respect him more? Nick, yeah. this is my opinion. He swore at the ref. He's done it. He called him, he called him an effing C. And the referee heard it. But this the, the, the part that pisses me off about it is that the referees in Australia in NRL do not send in or send off players for dissent. I haven't seen it for a long time. In England, they have zero tolerance. It happened McGuire last week. Worse than that, man. But it happened. It, it happened. It happened with Josh Maguire twice. It happened with um Josh Griffin for Hull, where he said, "Oh ref, that's a shit fucking call," and he went sin bin. And he goes, "Oh fuck off," and he goes, "Yep, send off." Here's a question: How long do you think he should get if he gets time off? Well, going off history, uh, Brandon Smith and Andrew Johns called the ref a cheat, um, respectively. Got three and four weeks each. He should be getting around that. Like what's, what's he? What's he supposed to have said? What's he supposed obviously, to have said? Don't we say it? Or supposedly don't said? Effing yeah. C. He called the ref an effing C. You effing C. Yeah, he said something like along those lines. Yeah, I don't think he had a U there. I, I think he said F and C. But man, that's directed at someone. We know how that language works. That's not yeah. something you just say at the ground when you did something wrong. Yeah, if you're saying in that context, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So he's obviously like seen red and call, I think he's called the ref that. And the referee is like, ooh, you're marched 10. Why did he march him 10? Because he just swore at someone. They swear all the time. Yeah. The referee got sworn at yeah. and he went, do it again, Reese. That's what he said. He goes, do it again, Reese. You know, you'll see the bin. Mate, send him off. He swore at ya. You're the referee. Have control. I think it's I think it's putrid. And Reese Walsh, I would never do that to an official. Uh, shut up. He did. Yeah. That's my opinion. Well, look, I, th- I think I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's young. He's a rat. I, he, right now he's a rat, but I think he could come good because he's a brilliant player. Yeah. Mate, uh, we'll see how that one pans out. We'll update our fans. Obviously, they'll see it before listening to this, I'd imagine, because it will be finalised tonight. But going back to the game, uh, interim coach Jim Lenehan from the Titans goes one from one after the mid-season sacking of Justin Holbrook, which was an upset. Boys, no, no one team, no. in our no tipping comp, no. mate. No one in our tipping comp, I don't think, tipped the Titans. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, no Tino for Fido, Mo Fodawake, and AJ played. All of the Broncos Origin quartet played. So yeah, yeah no yeah. excuses for the Brisbane Broncos. They copped three like three injuries. Like Kurt Capewell was injured prior to it. That's their first injury of the season, pretty much. Um, and then Flegler and Jordan Ricky got injured during the game, and they're out for one to two months, respectively. Both foot injuries. Yep. Yep. Mate, so, um, that's I've, their got first... a, I've, I've got a – I think 
the Broncos are going to fall off a cliff again. There you go. No. Be first. No, I do. Reynolds didn't play good, man. Really? You think so? Yep. yep. Clarky? That's a pretty big call. Mate, it's danger signs. That's a big call, man. Like yeah. They lost, they lost to the Titans, Dan. <laughs> man, you're right. Yeah, they're on the they're on Hey, the... don't talk about my premiership winning team like that. <laughs> they're on the cusp of the minor premiership, the Titans, though. Oh, shut up. Shut up, boys. Teasing me. No, no, I'm, being serious. Hey, I'm on... being serious. I'm being serious. I think that they're gonna they're gonna drop a few. You watch. Nick, you, got you've got feeling. wisdom here because you called the Cowboys to come back and I went because oh, last week I was like, Rabbitohs will win, and you were like, No, they won't. And I was like, Yeah, they will. You're like, why? And I was like, because of Cody Walker. And you're like, nah, nah, Cowboys. You tipped him. You know what I mean? You got one wrong. It was a Broncos game. Mate, if you're saying that, I will. I will uh, be a, an avid listener to Mate, why. I think I think they've got a couple of tough games coming up as well, to be honest. Very interesting. We'll talk about later. Yep. Yeah, we will. We will. Mate, um, the Titans, as we spoke about briefly, sacked Justin Holbrook. This was one story that shocked, I think, everyone. The news, the Gold Coast Titans forum, um, even Mal Meninga and Justin Holbrook didn't see this coming. Do you reckon Mal knew? Do you reckon? No, I know he says no. he didn't. I know nah. he says he didn't. Do you nah. reckon he knew? Nah, because I, I reckon he's going to quit or Mate, leave. I think if you're doing dodgies behind Mal Meninga and Immortal, who is a backer of the club, mate, I'd be filthy if I was Mal. Man, not, he's not, in a, he's a they senior advisor. Him. I mean, they could have told I think, him. I think he is filthy. That's why he's going to quit. Yeah. Mate. Man, they, 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 for, apparently it was 10 days hush-hush. With the with the Gold Coast board, they went. We're getting Des Hasler. Let's just nut it mm-hmm. out, and then just tell Justin Holbrook mid training session. Hey, mate, just come in here. We've got to talk to you. Yeah, what's going on? He goes, Ruthless. yeah, you sacked, mate. And Maybe he went, mate. what? He went, are you fucking serious? You know what was crazy, Nick and Clark? Training session, man. That's right. I I have never seen a coach when they get sacked come out straight away and and blow up about the club. Like when Trent Barrett got sacked, he hasn't said a word about the Bulldogs. He's gone to the Parramatta Eels as assistant coach, said nothing. And killing it, mind you. Oh, he's killing it. Um, You know, like I, I haven't seen a, a coach get sacked and then come out the day they got sacked and go, I got blindsided. This is bullshit, blah, blah, blah. He was pissed off. I he like was. It. Re- I, like it. I like it from both Holbrook and the club. Yeah. I, I like I his agree. reaction. It's honest and. And yeah, from the heart, and that—that's the kind of shit that I don't know. I think it'll get you another. That'll get you another um a job down the line, and it's good from the club. Just fucking getting shit done. Yeah, I agree and they said that. why? I never thought they of said... that, Clarky. I agree with that one hundred percent. Yeah, it shows passion from Holbrook, and it shows that the Titans want to win. Everyone was everyone was um transparent. The Titans said we have a a goal to win a premiership by twenty thirty, and Des Haz is going to bring it, and I agree with them. <laughs> 2030? Yeah. 2030. Ah, 2025, mate. Yeah. <laughs> with Tanner Boyd leading the way. Don't yeah. be like that. Mate, that's gonna, a fantastic try. Without, without taking the piss, that's another, there's another half. Yeah, it is another half. And because they're going to have and, Ben uh, Hunt and Ben Hunt sexy and, boy. Because uh, one yeah. of them, who? Toby's Sex- gone. Toby's Toby gone. Which one did they say was going? Sexy boy? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Toby's sexy boy. Mate, he, he, and he, is a, he, he can play first grade. Sexton's a first grader. I wonder where... There are halves, it's... man. There are halves. They're just yeah. not spread out. Mate, they're, they're a gamble as well. There's no, there's no sure things. No, they're all get, mate. They're all massive gambles. Yeah, yeah. 
they're all they're, they're all Tyson Gambles. <laughs> He's got a side. He's got a side. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Come on, Nick. Maybe without a coach. Anyway, this game, boys. Um, I thought. Firstly, the Titans shocked me. They scored some f- terrific tries. Khan Pereira was on fire. He burnt the shit out. Who, who was a winger that he burnt? Uh, it was was it Jesse Arthur's? Yeah, yeah. Jesse Arthur's. He slapped him. Oh, Absolutely was it Cobo? Slapped him. No, Cobo playing, was he? Oh no, Jesse Arthur's it, it was, was Cobo. Man. Yeah, yeah, it was Cobo. Cobo. Yeah. Yep. Mate, and Cobo came back as well. So did Kieran Foran. Um, Cobo Cobo's looking a little, a little Mate, I love mate, I, a little Cobo, Latrell, little I, I, Latrell around the tummy. That's why you know when you said that Cobo and last week you said Cobo and Coach should be the wingers. I disagree, man. It's Talangi and Coates. Well, Talangi's looking really good, and Cobo, but Cobo mate played great in the first game. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. But mate, he's looking uh, a bit chunky. Cobo. That's exactly right. I think so too, mate. Kieran Foran coming back for the Titans is is crucial. He's a um, he's a he's got that slate of hand. Just relax. How much longer has he got left? How much uh, longer has he got left? Well, he he loves stats. an injury. He loves a couple of weeks off here and there in the year, doesn't he? Mate, he so. put his body in. He, he was the all or nothing player at Manly, and he's the the benefits that he got then. He's he's um he's copying the the results now where he gets injured a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I and now we're talking about getting Ben Hunt there. Let's go back to that. You've got two old halves. That's okay. They'd have to win. In the next two years, straight I away. Old, I think old halves are, are. I know what you're saying in that regard. That's right. But I think old halves are good to have as well. When they're playing, they've got to be when there. they're playing, true, true. Um, mate, I haven't got much else to say about this. I think the Titans did really well to, like, you know, that win was crucial. That keeps them at ninth, but equal. Mate, first is on 24. I think the first three teams are on 24 points. The next few are on 22, and then the last three, like seventh, eighth, and ninth, are on 20. So it's very close. Um, just so looking at say something about the ladder. Yes, go. It's that's it. It's almost it's it's almost no point of looking at it with all. No, the, it's not with all I the guys and shit. I agree. You, you don't reckon... know. You don't. You see one at one point. You see oh, like Parramatta for instance. I'm always looking at Parramatta is they're fifth, and then at the end of the at the end of the round, oh, we take the buys into consideration. They're seventh. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It's, they have to if they're going to do three buys. They, whether they do three buys or one buy, why do buys need to be worth points? No, I agree, hundred percent. You don't need any points. There's a weird reason why they brought buys in, and I was going to do it as a trivia question, but it was just so convoluted. But pretty much, they it, it was a rule because of when the comp started, teams had to like forfeit because of rain and whatever, and there was no way you could replace it because it was 1908 and the grounds were shit. So they said, "Oh well, you both get points for a buy." Okay. And that's why they. That's why points were given, and they just never fixed it from a you know 125 Ooh, years ago. They could fix it. Yeah, I don't know. Make no difference, and you just see the outright points. That's right. And you know that each team's got three buyers. I agree. Because South, everyone would be like, "Oh, oh my, South are struggling." Well, we're not because with our two buyers, they're coming first. Like mm-hmm. we've only had one buy, and you had the four points. We're coming first. Like it's. It's silly. I don't say it's made less sense this year given the points of the buy. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like the, I don't like the, yeah, just because there's so many buys. I understand. If there was one buy, 
or two buyers, maybe, but three buyers really shakes it up, and especially the way they've set the buyers out for different clubs. I like Parry didn't get a buy at all deep into yeah, the season, fifteen or something. Yeah, yeah, which is which is really weird. I know, I know they're, they're not going to fix it, Nick. We've spoken about the draw before. Yeah, true, they're not going to fix it. True, it's true, true, unbelievable. But anyway, uh, three two ones for this one. Three two one. Fodawaka Waka ran for over two hundred. That's probably his best game, not being for Queensland this year. And he's been in form and he probably deserves his Queensland spot. Um, Fafita is the wrecking ball out on the left edge. And um, that left edge for them is pretty good all around. That Campera, even though he's tiny, he's he's scoring a lot of tries. Mate, just an update on the Reese Walsh case. It's up to the final arguments. And I will let everyone know when it comes out live what the result is. Uh, game six. North Queensland Cowboys defeat the Rabbitohs 31 points to six. Clark is probably the worst half of football, the second half I'm talking about for the Rabbitohs. I've seen them play all year. Um, like I said, Guilty's tipped the Cowboys to come out firing at the back end of this season. And, mate, for, for mine, I want you to talk about the Rabbitohs, Clarky, but I don't know how the Cowboys, the way they played against you guys, conceded 66 points against the Tigers earlier this year. Baffles me. It's yeah, absolutely crazy. Um, who's who's knocking at the door? I just thought that was my house. I freaked out there. Yeah. Um, what was that? Guilty. Guilty knocking. My leg. That's it. <laughs> Don't tap your leg, Nick. Sound like a knock at the door. <laughs> mate, I did the same thing, mate. I've had a roommate come around. in and make a full meal. You probably <laughs> heard it. <laughs> <laughs> um, get the tap going. I was trying. To... <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was what, what? What? What do you say? Maybe we were pretty. Um, it was a that was a bad second half, Clarky. Bad. It was a and bad like, second half, mate. I don't think the first half was much better. To be fair, like Cody's Cody's kicking game was horrendous. Um, like um, Gildy's mate Richie Kenner, he's too slow. Why? 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 Tane Milne's not there. I, I don't know. Davey Mowali, hopefully he's better for the run because he was pretty. He was pretty. He's coming up. back from injury though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tatola had a bit of a shonky mate, game. Jed, Jed Car, mate, Jed Car, I looked like he was um, had concrete in his boots. He was mate, so he's been slow. dropped. He's been dropped. Mate, he boots. deservedly so. He was yeah. dreadful. I, I hadn't seen you guys concede two. Like they just hit the line and they were through. I was like, what's going on? Like the line With, breaks were, oh. were atrocious. I haven't seen you guys do that this year. You just, had, you just had to you just had to run hard at a slight angle and it was that a was line it. break. It was it was bad. Yeah, it really it really was. Um I've got a question for you, Clarky. Do you yeah. think that look, yeah, the Rabbits didn't play their best game, but I thought you gotta give credit to the Cowboys. Well, I thought they were fucking red hot. But yeah, I don't, I, they haven't played better this year. No, 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 yeah, no, they were yeah, they were they were really good. But um, I think one of the probably one of the more concerning things is the fact that it's like, well, fuck. Obviously, that you'll get to it later, Dan. But the news is that Latrell's confirmed out until round twenty-one. Yeah, minimum. That's right. Yep. And no Origin three. Out of Origin three, and <laughs> yeah. he's yeah, um, yeah, yeah. he's he just fills the team. He's like Tommy Turbo. He's like. He's 
every almost every club's got him. He just fills the entire team with confidence. And um, I think the fact that the news come out just before a couple of days before the game just had him flat. And I don't know. Another question for you, Clarkie. So we were talking about Turbo before about value to the team. Yep. Is Latrell in the same boat? How many games did he play last year? Good question. You keep talking about the game, I'll get it up. Ooh. Well, look, on the game itself, all the Origin players, two for Rabbitohs, five for Cowboys, they all played. Cody Walker and Burgess came back. Mate, the only injuries that the Rabbitohs have are Latrell and Jairo. They're two big injuries, albeit. Um, but, look, the Cowboys didn't have Tom Lolo again. Uh, he he got a hammy injury. He's yeah. 18th man this week, and it shits me because he's in my super coach. I was thought yeah. he'd be a dark a dark horse. And obviously not. No Holland anyway. Lukey either. He's out for... Mate, I know. don't know where you'd put Holland Lukey, to be honest, if you have a look through the side. Well, because mate, when they, brought I, all, they brought all five back, and they just fucking... They they, they were so good. And Tommy did, and that that the try that, that, that kid scored, the second rower... He's a massive kid. Bloody, I forget his name. Oh, yeah, that kid who came off the bench. Man. He's slated to start. He looks like the second Tommy, coming Tom, of... Um, Tom oh, Lolo? Nah, he looks like... He actually looks like uh, Joey Lalua a bit. Man. Look at him. He... That... Tommy Tommy Dearden was walking, walking, jogging, run, stop, walk, jog, and then he went, okay, I'm going to give it to Drinkwater, and then Drinkwater just puts him through a hole through the middle, and that was what oh. was really alarming for the Rabbits was their forwards did not do anything right in the second half. It was bad. Mate, bad defense. I, I, I don't know if Clark will agree with me. I just think that at the start of the year, I said their forwards are the best in the comp. Yeah. And, and they were using a really big bench. And I think they go back to that this week, to be honest. Shaq's back. Um, there's someone else. I, mean, I was looking at the reserve grade. Uh, Liam Knight ran for almost 200 metres again. Like, like he's a really staunch player who doesn't really make too many errors. Um, I think he's right with regards to that winger, Richie Kenner, man. Oh, they've got to, there's got to be someone better. There has to be. There has to be some kid who's better than him. Yeah, Tane, Tane Milne's better. And then you got um. Isaac, but even if you don't have Tane Milne, Isaac, just say you pick another. Isaac Thompson, he's, he's, he plays. Yeah, where's he? He's, yeah. he's playing reserve grade. Mate. Yeah, but he's got to be better than Richie Kenner. I just don't think he... Look, at one point, there was a bloke who ran the ball and went, that was a good run, and it was Richie Kenner. But, mate, I don't care about that. One good run doesn't make what a winger's meant to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And we've gone, mate, listen to this forward... Well, and listen to this forward pack, and it's going to have to be on song because we're versing the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders, the Warriors. So Tola and Hamasele starting, and off the bench, you've got Havili, Shaq, Mawali... Tom Burgess, that's a fucking mm. big and forward. Back. And that, it's gonna be a that, mad game. At the start of the year, that worked. That worked for the the bunnies. Now I don't know if not having Latrell is too too because Cody plays better when the everyone talks about this. Cody plays better when Latrell's on the field. Um, I don't know if not having Latrell is a bridge too far, but that was the recipe at the start of the year. Big boys in the forward, roll through the middle. It helps Burgess play better when there are other big players with him because he doesn't have to take the first hit up every single time. And then when he does, Moali or Shaq or Saleh, they, they roll. Do you know what I mean? And that actually helps the back rowers as well. I think, don't you guys have some, oh, Cheekham's back because um, someone's been suspended? Yeah, Cheekham's back. Um, mate, we do actually have a young fellow here. I don't know whether he got upgraded from a... 
or or what's going on. But I think he's a very young kid. He might even be eighteen. Is Tyrone Tyrone Munro? He's a glee boy, and um, he he's been in and around the first grade squad for the last couple of weeks, and they've been making a big deal about it. And he's been named on the extended bench for the last couple of weeks, so they might be looking at giving him a crack. Mate, I can tell you something a little about him, but I'll talk talk about it off there. Yeah, sweet. Mate, um, do you Latrell want to know about yeah, Latrell Mitchell? Give it to us, Clarky. Latrell. So this is obviously since South. So your number's 15, Gildy? Yeah, I think he's around 15. But your number's 15. Yep. That's where he yep. thinks he needs to get to. He goes 14, 17, 17, and this year's 12. So he'll hit 15. Yeah. So for me, he's on par, but you obviously prefer him to play every game. Yeah. Some some seasons. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, but this is this is actually very interesting because obviously when he come to South, saw a position change. Listen to his Sydney Roosters numbers when he was playing centre wing: twenty four, twenty three, twenty four, twenty five. You know what's funny about that is that some people would say, "Well, he touches the ball more," but the Trills game isn't that. The Trills game is. Less touches as a fullback than any other fullback in the comp. They've just got to mean something when he does touch them. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. What do you reckon it is then? Um, I honestly think that well, he's, he's not a big shut. body. He's a big body and he's he he could be fitter. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. Anything else, boys? No. no. I'm just checking the Reese Walsh thing and it's still not finalized. No, not finalized yet. Three, two, ones. Guilty for this one? Mate, two quarter three, that's that's the best I've seen him play in a couple of years. He was on fire. And he's and he's played well before. Um Lanai, I know he had a couple of weeks off there, but man, he really he's a freak. Yeah. And um Tom Dean, like I said before, mate, he's the next, he's the next Queensland origin half. Boys, last game. Game seven. Canberra Raiders defeat the Sydney Roosters 20 points to 18. I thought this was sort of a game of two halves. Um, penalty goal worked a treat for the Raiders in the end. Uh, more injuries for the Roosters as well. Uh, they've lost Angus Crichton and Satili Tupanua, possibly both for the season, which spells more danger signs for the final hopes of the Roosters, which I don't think they'll be making, but we'll talk about that more in the bunker review. Uh, Teddy, uh, Lindsay Collins, and Hudson Young all played from origin. Luke Keery and Victor Radley also played for the Roosters. Victor Radley obviously returning from suspension. I think it's funny that in this game, Ashley Klein was the uh, main ref and a forward pass was missed yet again, uh, which led to a try because I'm saying that the second try to Canberra was not a try. And he was At least he didn't ref. wave six again. He was the same ref for Origin. <laughs> That's true, but he was the same ref for Origin. And they, oh, that's right. They scored two tries off forward passes. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, close that old wound. Um, Yeah, the Roosters fans are very upset uh, reading the forums. They're just baffled. They have no answers. And Mate, got... they've, never, they've never been in this position for a long time. Yeah, I think the last but, time was like 09. This is oh, what I was going to bring up, Clarky. Thank God you, they've got Cooper Cronk as their halves coach because he's killing it right now. And then he comes on 360 and tells you you have to pick Tedesco. Mate, he, he 
Why is that? Why are you having a shot at me? Yeah, for? I was about to because ask that I too. I know because I know you really rate him as an analyst. I do rate him as an analyst, and I know he's got. I mean, I think a lot of people rate him as an analyst. Like Fox rates him as an analyst. I don't think he's as good as everyone makes out. I, I don't, mate. He's meant to be the one who's making Ben Walker a better half. Uh, sorry, not Ben Walker. Ben young, Walker. Yeah. Sam. Young he's, young Walker Sam. He's Ben Ben's son. Ben son. Or, or he's meant to be, and that didn't work out. Now he's got. Now he's got. Uh, is it Sandon? Is it Sandon? Sandon Smith. 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 He looks good. He's mad. He's an, He's another half that you can that you can roll the dice on. Well, Sandon Smith's going to stay. I'd say Sandon Smith's their new half. Yeah, and then they'll blame him and drop him after. That's him. right. In two years, when you know. Anyway, mate, I just don't it's think chalice that... lately with him. Mate, I, I think that it's easy when you've got a salary cap sombrero to be continually good, and then this year they've made some shit buys and, and, and wrong buys, and the people that should be getting looked at at the Roosters, now I know it's only one year, but they just keep saying what great coaches they are and that and how they'll dig themselves out. They're not going to dig themselves out. They're not going to make the eight this year. No, this year's, this year's I, I'm so shocked. Man, we all picked them to at least make the grand final. On their roster. Yeah, and I, it, fucking crazy. Mate, I, I'm, I, it is to me. It's baffling. Bruce's yeah. supporters are, are equally as baffled. I'd, I'd say Nick Pilatus is pretty baffled. He'd be asking some questions. Oh, he'd be losing his fucking mind yeah. over this shit. Oh, but anyway, mate. anyway, mate. There's not much to to talk about in this game, boys. Uh, mate, there's a couple of things. Teddy under the high ball. Oh, go rip on Teddy, mate. How many t- in the first half alone? They bombed him. He missed three. Mate, that's the New South Wales and Australian captain who they keep picking. Yeah. When's enough enough? When, 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 look, mate, whether he's under pressure or not, and the, the argument's always been, oh, he's the Australian captain, you've got to pick him. And they'll probably pick him again. But man, there's no way he should be there. There's no way. Man, they're talking about shifting him to the centres and letting Joey Manu play fullback. Where, man, where else can you put him, though? Man, I, I, somewhere. man I, I don't mind that at all. Joey Manu, I fucking love Joey Manu. I've said it a billion times. He killed it for New Zealand as fullback. He kills it when he has to go and shift there for the Roosters. Why not? Don't put him in the halves. They're talking about putting Teddy in the halves. But put him in the centres. He, he did that for Italy when he was when he started at the Tigers and he played for Italy. He was playing in the centres. He did a good job. Can I, um, can I just bring up something? Because I think people forget about this and I've actually got it up so I can be very um, factual in this. Hmm. This is... Since Trent Robinson took over the Roosters, because Gildy was like, oh, they've never experienced this before, because it's incorrect. So his first year he takes over, first wins a premiership. What year's, what year's that? 13. 2013, yeah. 14, first prelim final. 15, first prelim final. 16, they come 15th. Oh, you remember I thought, I thought their last time was 09. I remember 09, they got the spoon. Oh. Oh, so no, so they, they got the spoon. So they come 15th. Is that last? Uh, no. No, it's 16th. Second last. And then they go bang, straight up. Second prelim final, first premiers, second premiers, fourth semis, fifth semis. So yeah. the year after they come 15th, they win the prelim, they made the prelim final and Man. they went back to back. Who'd they buy that? Who'd they buy that year to win? Do you know? But, but it's like it's like 20, 09. 20, it's like 09. When they came fucking Sunny Bill, last. Bring Sunny Bill back halfway through the year. Yeah. 2017. Man, it's like, it's like, Sun- in, 
Clark, it's like in 09 when they came last and they had the, the season to forget. And then in 2010, they bought Todd Carney and a few others and made the final and lost to the Dragons. You know what I mean? Like they, they don't like, they don't want to lose for a long time, this club. I and, think they, and, they bounce, and they and they bounce. Well, and looking at that, they bounce back quickly. Okay, so yeah, because do. the salary cap has done what it's done to all clubs, all clubs have locked in these high-profile players for long term. I think the Roosters are going to struggle for a year or two, unless they get their shit in order. Because they have the roster to do it, Nick. I just don't know. Well, what's they're going to lose Suwali. Yeah, probably. Um, they probably will. Yeah. Tedesco is honestly on a downward slope. He is. It's a fact. Um, mate, they weren't going to sign Tupu. They've just re-signed Tupu. Uh, Joey and, and Manu, Hargraves. Joey Manu, who's got to go to fullback, as far as I'm concerned. They've yeah. re-signed Hargraves, who's getting a year older. I always say that, a year older. He's playing well again, but he's a Brandon year older. Brandon Smith is their hey, Brandon and Smith is a serious Clarkie, issue. Clarkie's always called him a lock, and he's right. Yeah. Well, regardless, man, I don't know if his attitude's there. Mm. I know he's injured, but, man, when he was, when he was playing... I mean, Victor Radley is is, an, is a head high away from another six weeks off. Hmm. Lindsay Collins only plays good during Origin. Yeah, he's got the Dane Gagai switch. That's what he's yeah. got. Um, mate, I, I think they're going to struggle for a little while. I think I think there's, there's it's, it's going to be one of those waves where the Roosters, unfortunately, they banked on Sam Walker and they used him as a scapegoat. Yeah, seriously, you see the and, scapegoat. Look how bad they're still going. And they just. After re-signing Hargraves, they've pissed Matt Lodge off and Matt Lodge left the hey, club. I'm not a massive Lodge fan, but I think that they that was a dirt that was a bit dirty. And I, I don't know if so they did on purpose, but I don't like the way they did that. Where's he where's he playing? I don't know. I like don't last know. year he was the highest played player from the comp. This yeah, year he doesn't he have a getting, club. He was getting paid by the Warriors and three, the three teams. Yeah, yeah, three teams. I think the Broncos were still paying a little bit too. Yeah, well, that was like when Ben Barber left the Broncos and went to Saints, St. Helens. His leg speed is just too slow. He oh, needs sorry, to Sharks. Sharks. When he left the Broncos, he went to Sharks. Um, yeah, 100%. Um, all the rumours were that he was going to go to the Dogs, but Mate, Gould came out and said no. His, his leg speed is just too slow right now. He needs yeah. to be faster. Anyway, it's a bit of a rut for the Roosters. Uh, the Raiders... Solidify a little bit of a little bit of time in the top eight at the moment, but like Clark, you said, can't really focus on that. But we'll move on, boys, to the Akash MVP three two ones. Um, this one was a real forwards battle, and and Canberra sort of work every game that they've got because that's their strength. Um, Horsburgh three, uh, Jerry Hargraves, he, he put his hand up again. They got two, and Tarpane got one. Boys, just an update on uh, Reese Walsh. Um, as of 8.50 p.m., so that's two minutes ago for us. Um, the judiciary is summarizing both the prosecution and defense. Verdict is to come verdict is to come shortly. Two weeks, uh, I reckon. I'm I'm calling I'm calling um yeah, three weeks, I'm gonna say. Um rapid fire tips, boys, real quickly. Round 18, Clarkie, Thursday, 8 p.m., Sharks, Dragons in Cronulla. Oh, Sharks, Jesus. Um, yeah, I've got sharks. Sharks for me. Uh, game two, Friday, 6 p.m., Warriors, Rabbitohs in Auckland. Mate, the Warriors are favourites, and probably rightfully so. I um, think so too. But I'll have to pick the Rabbitohs. Guilty? I don't know. Uh, I've got to think about that one. I don't know. 
you've made me think about it since um because I haven't looked at the team lists like you guys have. Uh, that forwards rotation argument is big, guilty. But I'm going to pick the Warriors just because they're at home and because they're firing at the moment. Game three, Friday, 8 p.m. Storm Panthers in Melbourne at Marvel Stadium. Ooh, hell, I'm working that night in those two games. And uh, I'm going to go Panthers because I hate the Storm. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I've got Panthers, but it's going to be close. If Munster fires, who knows? Yeah, Harry Green's been out of form a little bit. I've noticed mm. the last two, three weeks in Clubland. I'm going to anyway. say Pan- I'm going to say Panthers because the Storm weren't clinical against Manly. Mate, no Cleary. We've got to remember that. No Cleary. Mm. You know what? Game- I'm changing. I'm going Storm. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> the rapid fire changes of Nick Guild. Yep. Uh, game four, Saturday, three p.m. The Raiders versus Titans in Canberra. Oh. Two the two top of the table clash here, first versus second. Um we got the Raiders. Why am I getting ripped for my Titans <laughs> fucking I'm getting ripped so hard? <laughs> um mate, this is a hard one. Mate, um I don't know. This is a close one. Interesting. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not making it, the tip yet. You're taking the piss? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> He's not. I don't think it's outright. I think the Titans could yeah, Oh, why is that Nick? Because they're playing Canberra, who are duds as well. Oh, fair enough. Okay. So you just say so you just can't let me win that little argument. No. Uh, I'm going to say Raiders, but I don't know. Saturday, 5.30 p.m., Cowboys versus Tigers in Townsville. Cowboys. Mate, Cowboys. The Tigers Cowboys. have no one. they got no halves. Cowboys will slap them. This is going to be the revenge of the 66 to 18 um, yeah. slaughter. It might be, might go, be a reverse. Go I reckon they're going to 70 to 10. That's what I'm calling it. 70 to 10. Mate, Repeat of the Storm Tigers. Uh, I hope it's not. I hope it's not. But, yeah. Game six, Saturday, 7.30 p.m. The Broncos versus the Dolphins at the Gabba in Brisbane. What the fuck? Is that because of the Women's World Cup? That is right. Okay. Uh, oh, Broncos. Mate, I've got to go Broncos here. I just, Dolphins got too many injuries. Broncos are going to slap them. Uh, Sunday, 2 p.m., Bulldogs versus Knights at Homebush. Oh, very tough. God, what is that game? Yeah, it sucks. Fuck. Who cares is the answer. Hey. Um, I care. Knights, I guess. Mate, I looked at the sides. The Knights just look a little more settled. Yeah, I'm going to say Knights as well. And Sunday, 4 p.m., Manly oh. versus Roosters in Manly. Cracking Sunday of footy here, boys. Um, yeah. Manly. Yeah, I'm picking. I'm Manly by. I'm, I can't see the. I can't see Roosters winning. Fair enough. And guilty, your eels have the buy. Guilty, um, Clarkie stepping out for around the grounds as usual. Um, just looking at the Reese Walsh, uh, judiciary deliberation, and it's still not finalised. I'm going to put it out there that I reckon we'll finish this podcast without knowing. Probably. (laughs) So I've already said my piece. I think Reese Walsh should be guilty, but we'll see what happens. Anyway, Round the Grounds, the segment for all non-NRL related rugby league coverage, and we're going to get into the Super League Round 16 results. Game one, Hull FC defeat St. Helens 34-6, ending Saints' four-win streak in an upset. And this is one of two upsets, Nick. Massive win for your club over in England oh, yeah. against the four times premiers. Game yeah. two, Leeds Rhinos defeated Hudsfield Giants 54 0. 
So Leeds ended their three-game losing streak in fantastic fashion. Game three, Hull Kingston Rovers defeated Wakefield Trinity 28-12. Again, another club that finished their four-game losing streak in Hull Kingston Rovers. Game four, upset number two of two, Castleford Tigers defeat Warrington Wolves 23-14. Warrington are starting to drop off after leading the competition. Uh, they won eight in a row, I think, this year to start the start the year. Now they're starting to fall off. Game five, Catalans Dragons defeated Lee Leopards 38-30. This was a top-of-the-table clash, Nick. Catalans have won six in a row, and they ended Lee's seven-game win streak. So that was a massive game. And the final game, the Wigan Warriors defeated Southford Red Devils 26-6. Southford's three-game win streak has ended. Mate, lots of streaks ended and started today. So anyway, uh, looking at the main headlines, Nick, as we spoke about last week, disgraced forward Josh Maguire has officially been axed from the Warrington Wolves in his first season at the club. So as a reminder to our listeners, he copped a seven-game suspension uh, to start the season when he used a derogatory slur against a match official and player during a trial game. Then he copped a 12-game suspension for using a derogatory term against a Lee player's disabled daughter, Nick. Well, he's lost his mind. 19 weeks in total. Needless to say, probably the worst signing in Warrington Wolves history. Yeah. Mate, is he, is he poor net league? Well, does he want to actually play? Or has he had enough and this is just a way to get out? Man, if or he just doesn't if, care. He obviously just doesn't care. If that's the if that's what it is, then fucking hell, man. He's done the right way of going about it, but not wanting to play. Anyway, last thing I'll bring up, there's lots of player rumors inside and yeah, innuendo, but I'm not going to talk about that this week. Um I just wanted to bring up uh ex Penrith Panther and current Leeds Rhinos forward, Zane Tetavano. Uh, we wish him well on his recovery. Mate, he collapsed and suffered a stroke during training Ugh. last week. Um, mate, he's he's come good uh, by all accounts, and they're even hoping that he can play again at the end of the year. But we'll see what happens with that. Um, it's just like uh, Corey Harawira and Naira. Um, you don't want to rush him back. And look, I, I won't be surprised if he doesn't play all year. Um, but they're both mending, Corey and um, Zane, and we just hope they wish... Hope they, sorry, wish them well, Nick. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild, eh? Anyway, that's a stroke that's massive. Yeah, it is, mate. Um, last thing I'll bring up before we go to our bunker review and bring Clarkey back, Queensland Cup. So a bit of interesting news here, Nick. Uh, two rounds ago, um, the North Devils, who are currently back-to-back premiers in the Queensland Cup, uh, they're they're playing horrible this year, by the way. Uh, they announced that they're going to break away from the Broncos partnership and align with the Dolphins from 2024 onward. Yep. The Broncos club were very filthy about this, um, by all reports anyway. Haven't they got uh, a couple? Broncos have got more than one. Yeah, yeah. They got, I think it's like five clubs. Yeah, mate. Something like that. Four clubs. So the Broncos were filthy uh, by all reports and immediately pulled any of their top 30 players that were contracted to the Devils from from the club. So any of the Broncos' top 30 players that were playing for the Devils, they pulled them. They went, nah. So Jock Madden and Xavier Willison were the two players they had, and they went, Willison's playing this week. He is. And they went, nah, you're not playing for the Devils anymore. So they pulled them out. 
And that weekend, being round 14, uh, North Devils, with zero NRL contracted players, defeated the Redcliffe Dolphins, who had eight NRL players, 23 points to 22. So they were down 22 to six at half time, and then they came out and scored 17 points in the second half and won. Yeah, I read read something about... um... Jock Madden and whoever the other half was just had a field day. They were awesome. Um, it was um, he's bald. Uh, sorry, that, that that's the hooker. Bloody hell, who was it? Forget who it was now. And the hooker played for Canberra. Remember the bald hooker with a goatee? Ah, um, oh, forget his name. He was a small guy as well. He was. I know you're talking about. I can't remember. He was yeah. always off the bench. I yeah, know he, he was good. He he he's. Uh, still playing for North now. Yeah, right. So, yeah. But um, that's it, Gildy. We'll bring Clarkie back and end the episode, eh? Boom. Um, one more update before we... No. Nah, no decision. No decision for Reese Walsh. Sorry, guys. You're going to have to find out <laughs> on your own accord. <laughs> we tried. We tried. Let's bring Clarkie back, all right? Yeah. All right. Welcome back, Clarkie. You obviously stepped out for... Around the grounds, but we're going to get into our final segment, the return of the Bunker Review at the end of the episode, presented by our major sponsor, Adzi Apparel, and that is our premium quality fitness gear for men and women sponsor. Thank you, Adzi. Appreciate your help and your assistance and partnering with us for 2023. Everyone get your 10% discount code as well. Go on our website and you'll see it. Our topic for today, we have three First one is a suggestion from my dad, which I found very interesting. So he was blowing up. He was blowing up after the the Blues lost this year's series. And he's put forward this idea. Should player payments for State of Origin be altered to the point where if you win the match, you get 30K per person. And if you lose the match, you get 15K. Now, his reasoning behind it before you answer um, is to act as an incentive to earn the money. So he wants it to go to the old way of player payments where you win, you get more, you lose, you don't get as much. I've got one better. And I go. said this about the grand final when Penrith wins about not getting enough money. They go. should be playing Origin for free. Whoa. Mate, it's Really? About, yep, 100%. It shouldn't matter. The money shouldn't matter. If they're playing for the money, you don't pick them. That is big. That is that is one upping this this um idea for sure. Because I guarantee you every guy that gets picked for Queensland won't say, Oh, I'm not getting paid. They will play. And I don't know if that's the case with New South Wales. Well, that's where dad my dad's ideas come from because he thinks um he thinks that players are just rocked up and they still get thirty grand. And he goes, no, you should earn it and earn your money because they're, obviously they're playing for money too, Nick. I we, think I, th- I think they do earn it. Well, they, I, th- I think they lose. He didn't individualize any blues players, but he's just saying there's some there that just they got picked and they got thirty grand. And he goes, and they're like, oh, well, I'll still get paid if I lose. This is his opinion. Okay, if you're playing first grade and you're a decent player and you get picked and there's no money in Origin, are you going to play? I am. Yes. Of course you <laughs> of are. Of course I am. I'd do it I'd do it free now, not in fucking 
with with and a what they should do not is on they that should scale. say every player gets thirty grand to give to the charity of their choice. Oh, that's a mad idea, Clarky. Yeah. Um. First of all, it's a very old man thought process. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The old pay the old pay appointment. Um. Yep. I, the, the main reason I don't like it because Queensland, all those fuckhead Queensland players would get heaps of money every year, and I don't like <laughs> it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do you like Gildy's idea? I do like Gildy's idea. Um, I swear to God I heard this one only a couple of years ago. There was something to do with the Socceroos, and the Socceroos off their own bat, no, no pressure, no, nothing to do with fucking managers, nothing to do with CBA agreements and all that kind of shit, gave a heap of money to the Matildas and said, we want to get paid the same, whatever. It's like, we get paid, what is it, 50 grand to play for the Socceroos. They get paid five. Hmm. Let's halve 55. We'll take half of 55 and they can have half of 55. Well, that's There's what an the... idea. They can, they can do that with the girls. Mate, that's a mad idea. And it's the same as the Rugby League World Cup. Every nation that participated all got the same payments. They all got equal pay. But the, yeah. That was, everyone. Everyone. That, that's yeah, that's all yeah, three. But, men, women, and wheelchairs. Yeah, all but, got the same. Yeah, but the Australian men didn't come up with that idea. I'm pretty sure the story I heard with the Socceroos, that came from like back in the day. It was like Matty Ryan, Miller Yedinak. Like all those boys got together yeah. and said, "Let's do this." I'm, yeah, that's cool. I don't, I don't think fucking the rugby league players would have got together and hey, I said, think, let's I, give the wheelchair boys heaps of our heaps of our money. Yeah, it would have been a second thought, mate. I, uh, I, I think it's different playing for Australia because the season extends for you, and as a result, you should be paid. Not, 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 not any more than anyone else, but there should be payment for internationals. With Origin, I think you play for the glory. Just like grand finals, the clubs don't need extra money for winning. You're playing uh, for the glory. Yeah. Uh, you. Well, they are going to get that, Nick. But you, you're you very combative of payments for, for this shit, aren't you? I am. For finals. You've never liked it. No. You play to win. I, I, I don't play just to play. Like, obviously, obviously the, like, it's a bit different from us because we haven't made that level. But... Hundred percent. Like you don't lose your like. I fucking hate losing. I fucking hate losing in in. Like, for me, it's Oztag. I hate losing. I hate when the Bulldogs lose. I don't like it. And all that's me paying to play, and I don't get paid to watch the Bulldogs. I'd love to be be paid to do that, but I'm not yet. Neither are we, but we might one day. But anyway, don't like losing. So yes, I would pay. Sorry, I would play for the Blues if they selected me for free. 100% any day of the week. Mate, I've played in A-grade grand finals and lost and blokes are getting paid nothing and crying when they lose yeah. because they put everything into it. These yeah. blokes get money for no- just to play a game that anyone would love to play. So, Not to say that they haven't tried. Like, man, they've gone through there. They've gone through the motions to get to where they're at, all these players. That's not why you should be playing Origin. You don't play Origin for the money. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll move on to topic two, boys. Wayne Bennett has made scathing comments surrounding the current player market, calling it a circus off the back of the Ben Hunt contract saga. He believes that the NRL should centralize contracts and have an official register for off-contract players. 
clubs who make offers disclose them to the NRL. And with that, offers from other clubs are shown to the clubs that are interested, if that makes sense. So for Ben Hunt, for example, say all four Queensland clubs want him. They've got to offer money to then see the other three clubs' offers. And they're the only ones that can they're the only ones that can see it. The NRL and the clubs. What he's So what do the dragons get out of it? I don't I don't understand. Well the dragons are also the dragons also in on it because they're his player. But he wants the player manager essentially rubbed out of having so much control over player contracts. He wants the NRL to be in control of player movements and contracts. Yeah, I, I, I agree with it. I think we spoke about it a couple of days ago, Dan. I think I, I was surprised that they're not. I didn't realise they're not. I think it's crazy. I think that the governing body of the game should be in charge of player contacts and stamp them because don't they have final say anyway? They have the final say, but it's like they get it right at the end where they're like, yep, can you just um rubber stamp this? They go, who wants them? They're like, oh, the, the Titans want Ben Hunt. And they go, yep, stamp. They don't. They don't see the process of the negotiations. They don't see that player managers are hitting up the fucking club when they're whilst they're still on contract, which is corruption, which is illegal, which is what I don't know who said it earlier today. A salary cap auditor or integrity unit should be looking into. It's bullshit, and it goes hand in hand with if the NRL was centralising contracts, they could then go. By the way, everyone, transparency. This is what they're worth. Just their contract. We've spoken about this before. Yeah. For the public. Fucking crazy. Mate, yeah, we've spoken about it before. I, I, I can't get over how we're one of the only professional sports in the world. We're a big professional sport. We're not the biggest. But how is it that we don't know we don't know what players are getting? How is it that the the, the fans don't know? The fans are the one that drives the game. Yep. We know what the salary cap amount is. We just don't know what the players are getting from that salary cap. Yeah, yeah, which it makes no sense because we know the salary cap amount. Because everyone's like, "Oh, you should know what money, blah blah's on." It's like we know what the basketballs get, we know what the baseballs get, and they get we a know, more than the NRL players. But the salary we know cap what the NFL not, players get. Why the salary we know cap what the isn't a, the salary cap isn't a mystery. Like we know that it goes up five hundred k a year yeah, now. That that, that 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 what I'm saying is that the public would be happier knowing, and then they can go, "Well, yep, they're under the cap." That's what I'm saying. I agree with that. 100%. Clarky, centralizing contracts, opinion. I don't get what Wayne Bennett's thinking, how that's going to solve the Ben Hunt issue, though. Yeah, I'm a bit confused. Yeah. I, I, don't, confused. I know. I don't think he's worried about the Ben Hunt issue so much. I think he's worried about the player manager issue, yeah. i.e. So I, I thought he meant this, right? So just say you go into a pool and just say, it doesn't like, just say it's the Tigers and the Dogs and the roosters and it's the it's the club that makes the decision if you want to go you can go to one of these sides we we because we're going to get something back from it and only the clubs that are interested are knowing of the price tag because a player manager because what happens is well so this is this is some way to kind of clear some confusion a player manager just hits up the media and goes yeah raiders are interested they offered a million dollars and then that forces the Raiders to go, no, we didn't. They're like, no, 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 they did. They're just playing the game, you know? Because that's what they do. They use the media to their mm-hmm. advantage. And then the other club goes, oh, fuck, I better offer 1.1 then. 
Whereas this, the the way Wayne Bennett is explaining it is, the NRL know the offers that the clubs are making, and then the other clubs know the offers that the clubs are making. So if it's a legit offer, then they can go, okay, now I'm going to up up my offer if that's what they're giving you. Not this bullshit in the media where they're like, oh, man, nah, it's a million dollars. He's offered 200K more, like, you know. He wants to stop corruption. It, I guess. It's You know what? Look, it's still murky. It's still, it's still murky. I don't know how he can fix it. That makes sense, Clarky. Yeah, makes a bit more sense. Mm. Anyway, I'll move on to the last one, boys. Uh, picking our top eight with 10 rounds to go. I'm going to start. So I'll give you the ladder and just refer to one on the phone, which I sent you earlier. Um, top eight. Panthers, Broncos, Storm Sharks, Warriors, Raiders, Eels, Rabbits. Then the bottom nine teams. We've got Titans, Cowboys, Dolphins, Roosters, Manly, Knights, Bulldogs, Tigers, and Dragons in last place. Like I said, we've got 10 rounds to go, and this is my quick fire. what's going to happen um, by the end of round 27. I'm putting a line through teams 11 through to 17. Dolphins, Roosters, Manly, Knights, Bulldogs, Tigers, Dragons. They're gone. Tigers? Yeah, Tigers. (laughs) Gone. They're all gone. Dolphins. Uh, sorry, Dragons, Tigers, Bulldogs, Knights, they're going to fight out for the spoon. Uh, Manly and Dolphins have too many injuries. They've got no depth. They're done. Manly's uh, Roos- got one injury. No, nah, they're done. Too much. No, they don't. They've got more too, than that. Too, got- too much injury. Too much yeah, injury. Okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, the Roosters, too much drama in the back house, and they're starting to cop injuries now as well. They're, they're gone. So there's those teams out. I'm locking in the Panthers, Storm, Warriors and the Broncos as my top four, but Guilty's bloody throwing a spanner in the works here. But they're my top four. I've got the Rabbitohs and Parramatta locked in. And I'm going to say the Cowboys are my biggest smoky to make the eight. And the Sharks are going to be the eighth team. The Titans and Raiders are going to unfortunately miss out. That is my 10 rounds out prediction. All right, you sure? I didn't say this year. I said next year. <laughs> the Who's building. Next? The building. Who's next? Um, no, you, you go. go. No, you go. Mate, mine's a bit higgledy piggledy, but mate, uh, I think the Broncos are going to make the eight, but just. Um, I'm not going to pick top fours and that. I'll just say who's in the eight and who's not. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to do it either. Um, mate, I think the Broncos and the Sharks are going to be on the cusp of going out. I think that um, I agree with you about if, if 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 the Cowboys are a dark horse, which I don't think they are, because the comp so the comp's so close, you get three wins in a row, and all of a sudden you're in the top four. Yep. I think that the Cowboys will be in the eight. Um, I, my solid the solid teams I've got are Penrith, the Warriors. Um, who was fourth? Then who did you have fourth? Storm. The Storm. Para Souths, I think they're they're solid, and I think um, the Broncos maybe six. I've got a funny feeling. I know they're going to beat the Dolphins this week, but when they come up against the stiff sides, I think they're going to struggle. Um, then I've got mate Sharks and Canberra. I think the Cowboys are a definite. So that's seven, and then. Sharks, Canberra, and I'm not counting Manly out right now because I saw something Oof. in the game the other day. I know they lost, 
but Jake's back, and I think he's going to make a difference. And I Jake, think they're going to Jake Abatha, not that Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I've got a funny feeling that they're going to make a little bit of a push. Fair enough. And Titans aren't making your eight either. But mate, I, I just I can't look, man. I might be wrong. I just can't see him being there. I just don't have the. Yeah, I just yeah. don't see it. Clarky, this is in no order. I've got Panthers, Broncos, Storm, Warriors, Eels, Rabbitohs. So that's seven. Yep. And then I've got Sharks, Raiders, Cowboys for that last spot. And I fucking just don't know. It's just, I think it's just too fucking close. Like, have a look at the fucking ladder. Yeah, it's fucked. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I just think, like, because I think the Sharks are very false in that ladder. They've had three buys. So I think that's a bit of a... Oh, they have two. Yeah. It's a, they're, they're sitting fourth. But no, two they're buys. Gonna, they're going to fall out. i got a funny feeling there. They're, they're, they're pretenders. I said they're pretenders. Yeah, they're two points ahead of the Titans, who are ninth. Yeah. So, and, and then you got the Cowboys on eighteen points, just breathing with, down the neck with, of everyone with one, with one buy. Mm. So I think that yeah, but I, yeah, the more I think about it, probably the Sharks miss out out of those three, and I'm just hoping it's the Raiders. So I'll say the Raiders. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll see what happens, boys. But we're going to leave it at that. Thank you for coming on again. But before we end the episode, our Rusty Penny Brewing Company answer of our trivia question. At the start of the episode, I asked how many teams have conceded 50 points in a game so far this season. Boys, answers, go. Four. Should have been uh, the Dolphins this week, but the power have muffed it. Three? <laughs> uh, the answer is... Five. Five. Raiders, Five. Yeah. Raiders, Bulldogs, Cowboys, Dolphins, and Sharks have copped the 50 point conceding. There you go. You've got, you've got three. You've got Canberra, you've got the Sharks, and you've got the Cowboys. Yep. And they've all conceded. Were, and they were the three clubs that Clarkie had outside. There if he's. Yeah. That's yeah. funny, eh? I don't know why the Bulldogs and Dolphins conceded 50. They're going all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Who did the Dolphins get smacked a bit against? Uh, they lost to Manly, 58-18. Yeah, right. yeah, right. Boys, thank you for coming on again. Pleasure, chore, that thing, you know, that thing, as I say at the end of every every episode. And a big thank you to our sponsors, Adzi, Akasha, Rusty Penny, and to all the beautiful fans that listen and tune in every week. This was episode 95 of the Silent Story Rugby League podcast, and that's a wrap from us here. Go the Bulldogs, and that's about it. Glory, glory. Yeah, let's go to Snakes. Go to New South Wales. Nah, aren't you nice, Nick? You keep giving them a shout out. And me and Clarkie just went, nah. <laughs> <laughs> See you, lads. See ya. Adios.